Support for the BingeCast is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off of free worldwide shipping with the code BINGE20 at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. We just received the performance package 4.0 by Manscaped, and whoa, whoa, wow, it's a game changer. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, Crop Preserver ball deodorant, Crop Reviver toner, Performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. Look, guys, we get all swampy and ripe on the best days, right? But the Crop Reviver toner is the perfect touch-up to your balls on a hot and humid day in my personal favorite just a little dabble do put it on your balls and make sure you don't massage too long law pete and myself we're all hairy dudes right and regular maintenance can be a hassle so much hair so much coverage but the lawnmower 4.0 with its cutting edge ceramic blade reduces grooming accidents thanks to its advanced skin safe technology and the 400k led spotlight helps you with a more precise shave overall and take law's advice get a leaf blower for cleanup Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BINGE20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And make sure you use the code BINGE20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Welcome to the first free two hours of the BingeCast on the Binge Media Podcast Network. All of our listeners receive the first two hours of the BingeCast for free. For only $5 a month, premium members receive the full binge. The entire four-hour show available exclusively at patreon.com slash binge media. And they'll get early access to the show 24 hours before everyone else. Sign up at patreon.com slash binge media to join us today for only $5 a month. And now, the BingeCast. Sweat and piss, so fucking at the same time. It's the binge cast. Whoa, it's the binge cast. Alex and Law will review what they saw. They can give it a ten, they can give it a four. It's the binge cast. Whoa, it's the binge cast. Welcome to the BingeCast, ladies and gentlemen. We're happy to be back on our uh, ninth anniversary of BingeMedia.com. I'm here with Moreno and Pete MC. Buddy! Oh, congrats, boys. Oh, thank you. Um, nine years ago, Moreno, we were kind of drunk texting and be like, eh, should I press publish? Or And you're like, I don't know. Fucking do whatever the fuck you want. I was like, I'm going to press publish. And then we were live. And that's uh, the history of Binge Media. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really? We um, were summarily let go 
from the old site. We were. Like, what are we going to do? Start our own shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was not like we were going to stop talking to each other because we got no. fired at the same time from another site. <laughs> I still remember that. I, I, I had a very, uh, let's call it a contentious firing, <laughs> which n- none of which made sense. Um, <clears throat> and then I remember a email chain yeah. where you responded a few days after I was fired and was like, oh, I'm fired on vacation. Thanks, Burge. Cool. Yeah, I was in Toronto or something. Yep. And, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I just I remember the last line of my email was thanks for firing me on vacation. Yeah. Um, later. Yeah. <laughs> <That> yep. <was. laughs> Guilt by association. And, he, got, That's and he was so angry over that one line because he came back with a, uh, an email just all about, you know, I, I fired you on your vacation in quotes telling me all of this shit, like the reasons why he did what he was did. And I was just like, fuck, I'm not yeah. too long. Didn't read. Bye. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> one of those people who, who would take like your email, like whatever you wrote in the email, oh, and just yes. quote it and then yeah. respond to it and then quote Absolutely. it and then respond to it. And it's like, you tedious fucking cocksucker. Oh, Go fuck yes. yourself. Amazing. Let's say that today. Anyways, <laughs> nine, nine years. What I was going to start the show with before I forgot there oh. um, is uh, you take the time to make a sounder like that, Pete, and then you just play fart sounders over the sounder the entire ah, time. Like it's just, it. it's you okay. know, you're in it. You're in it to win it right there. You just don't give a fuck anymore. Uh, yeah, I'd help playing some fart sounders too over it. <laughs> oh, there's double fart sounders. I think right? Alex had his hand on a couple buttons as well. What? So. No. Yeah, it's okay. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nine years of this horseshit. <laughs> yeah, has it? Look, people, you're still subscribed after nine years. It's not going to get any better. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, they had that meat. Um, they had that meat of this thing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Speaking of which, you fucking hosted the guy you replaced for the last two weeks. What was go- or well, two weeks ago. Anyway, we missed yeah, a week. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, how was that? How was that? He's a great. Um, you know, his schedule, his work schedule changed a little bit, so he had a shit ton of time to watch a lot of stuff. So. Um, Mm-hmm. A lot of text back and forth every day of what he's watching, and um, he was game for obviously a Nick Cage roundup every week. <laughs> then we did a Chris Pine roundup. Uh, he was super excited about that. But um, yeah, he's a ball of energy and ready to go. And we don't have to start at midnight right now, so his uh, time has changed to start as well. So that's that's helpful. Uh, Law, this is what I heard. Uh, Ammon had a lot of lot of time to watch stuff. So we did Nick Cage Roundup, and we did uh, Chris Pine Roundup. <laughs> also, every every review or that Pete asked Ammon if he watched it, Ammon would be like, no, nah, I fell asleep. Like every fucking movie or TV show, Ammon He did fall asleep about a lot of shit, and we couldn't review it because he fell, he fell asleep. You're right. Fucking dead on. But no, he's been great. He's, uh, he wants to, he's ready to do some more shows, so... Uh... We got a commentary in the works. Um, oh my god! I almost just died. No, <laughs> what happened? What happened? <laughs> I just took a giant mouthful and I started to cough. Did you hear me? 
I heard something. I don't know what it yeah, was. And I, I muted it just before the world ended. Oh, <laughs> you son of a Holy bitch. Fuck. We could have a new verp on our hands I there. know. You robbed oh, us of a verp. Fuck. My fucking eyes are watering. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Holy fuck. Okay. We don't have time for this shit. There is so much shit that we have to talk about tonight, but we're going to do rapid fire. Um, there's a couple things I really want to touch on that are really exciting for me. Uh, I have a giant TV list. Um, a moderate movie list. I have a tap out list. Yes. There's so much going on right, right now. What would you like to do first? Well, let's get voicemail out of the way first. Yeah. I was gonna sing the song. Also, this. Listen to this. Holy! Me and my lady. Seven zero eight four zero six nine five four six. Voice number. Oh my god! All right, let's get. We got a three two zero number. Uh, no, three zero two number. These numbers are small. I apologize. Three zero two. Here we go. Hey guys, it's Alex. Hopefully you uh, saw the video this week of uh, Mike Tyson lighting some guy up on an airplane for annoying him. Uh, you know, kind of thanks for Mike because you know he's probably getting a little bit of flack for almost killing a guy. Um, my question for you is. Let's say you're you're that guy getting punched in the face. Mm. It's not Mike Tyson in front of you. Who would be the worst movie character to be sitting in front of you to then light you up? Okay, my only rule is that they have to be human, right? No metahumans, no aliens, no Thanos. Who would that be? I was thinking uh, I wouldn't want to get lit up by Edward Scissorhands. I kind of feel like that might be worse than Mike Tyson because with Mike, you know, you just concussed, but with little Ed's fizzy hand, you know, you might lose an eye. So, hope you're having a good show. I know this question is fucking stupid. But, uh, well, 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 I'll go with that. <laughs> That's amazing. He just got, he got deep in his own head there at the end. He's yeah. like, oh, this is the worst question ever. There's two ways I was thinking about going about this question because there's like being embarrassed by getting yeah. beat by or just getting annihilated by heavy punches, you know, and being embarrassed because yeah. you got your ass kicked. That's a, This is a good point. I'll tell you right now, what you just said factors into my uh, answer. But you go ahead. I'm, I don't mean to cut you off. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> well, like the first thing that came to my head and not that I have anything against them, but I think people would – you know, people are nasty, and I think I think they would maybe make fun of me for getting my ass beat. And I was thinking, like Willow, <laughs> like the, the the fucking short person, the like short Warwick what? Davis. Like if I Warwick Davis, right? Because I was like, because obviously uh, the guy started with Mike Tyson. So if I started with like Warwick Davis, first of all, I'm an asshole, and then if I get beat up by Warwick Davis, right. then people would just like humiliate me. Not yeah, that I'm saying no, that, you know. Is a no-win situation right there. 
Yeah. Yeah, because then you that, fucking you fight Warwick Davis, and then you get <laughs> beat up by Warwick Davis, or you beat the shit out of Warwick Davis. Right. Neither of those is a good solution. Yeah, I just see bad all around. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, good point. No, yeah. not um, that I'm saying you know a little person can't fight. I'm just saying the world is mean out there, and they'll you're right. They'll mm-hmm. annihilate me. My so my first reaction to this question is. I'm never going to be in this situation, right? Like, I couldn't talk to Mike Tyson less than I would. Like, I would never bother anybody, famous or not, on a plane. I don't want to be noticed. I don't want to be talked to. I just don't want to exist. Don't look at me. I won't fucking look at you. That's it. But to answer the question. Yeah, you got to play the game. Come on. Except for it's George Romero and you fucking chase him down the street. (laughs) (laughs) George Romero! Another fucking six five motherfucker chasing another six five motherfucker down the street. That's a key fact. If he mm. wasn't six five, I would, did not want to intimidate him. Anyways, listen. <laughs> I don't want to get beat up by like Tiffany Haddish. Not just because she's beating me up, because she is talking a major game at me while this is yes. happening. Right? Like mm. she is top of her lungs. She, not only is our whole plane what like the plane next to us knows what's going on because she's being so loud <laughs> and beating the shit out of us. Like it, she just and you can't win. Much like your situation, Pete. Yeah. There's a no win situation here. I cannot mm-hmm. even open my mouth. I'm gonna get beat up by Tiffany Haddish, and she's gonna look cool doing it. That's it. That's <laughs> yeah. It. That reminds me of a that Dave Chappelle joke where he's like, you know, you get pulled over by the cops and they're walking up and you turn the. You turn the radio down because nobody wants to get their ass beat to a soundtrack. <laughs> uh, my my initial thing was I went with a movie character, and yep. uh, that's Mickey from Snatch. I don't want to get oh, fucking good one. one hit KO. One punch. From, one I mean, punch? Gorgeous George ended up in one of those neck braces. Yeah. And his jaw wired shut, so I, could, I don't want to end up in that. that but movie. I could totally – <laughs> I can totally see this situation because he's in front of you. You're drunk as shit, of course, yeah. right? And he's just like, <laughs> and you're like, what are you saying, dog? What are yeah. you? What are you talking about? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, dog? Boom! Then you're out. Yep, that's it. That's the whole mm-hmm. fucking scene played out right there. <laughs> yeah, I think Alex saw that same scene. That's why he picked that. Yeah, yep. and then in slow motion, it just cuts to all my family and my wife and everything. Just like their jaws just drop. Yeah. And then <laughs> Tiffany Haddish stands up and goes, oh, shit. You see that? Jim? He just got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> and then Warwick Davis just fucking runs by for some reason. Yeah, I was just thinking this entire time that I hope at some point Warwick Davis fucking gets his wind of this and he's just like, some motherfucker is talking shit about me. <laughs> so he's going to beat my ass. I'm going to fuck him up. All right, let's get to the next voicemail before we get canceled. Here we go. Eric King, watch some Nick Cage because they haven't told me to. <laughs> What's up, cocksuckers? Hey, talk to Hammond. Hammond uh, gave me a few suggestions last week. I'm, I'm, I'm gearing up for this new Nick Cage movie to come out at the theater. I watched, these are all first time watches for me. Uh, the new, the uh, Wicker Man remake. Uh, I, I was pretty cool on that, and uh, except for the shitty flashbacks, and towards the end when he started uh, punching bitches out in the tavern, 
And then, uh, <laughs> you were out on, on that? The version I watched, the, uh, <laughs> the B scene was not in it, but I did see the YouTube clip. And uh, and I guess they broke his legs off screen because, like, off screen, you <laughs> you heard a crack, and then you hear him say, Ow, my legs! Anyways, fuck that movie. Um, <laughs> I saw Drive Angry for the first time. That was a fucking laugh riot. And I saw Willy's Wonderland. Uh, you know, I had a bunch of... A bunch of naysayers at work told me not to watch it. It sucked. But Amon was a yay-sayer. He told me to watch it. I watched it. I had a good time. It was fucking silliness. I enjoyed it. And last but not least, Color Out of Space. I watched that last night. <laughs> that was the cagiest of cage performances of all four of those movies. Uh, what a fucking trip that movie is. Uh, anyways, gearing up for this new Nick Cage movie coming out in a couple of weeks. Bubba Dirk! All right, I called back. Let's see what he said. What up, Bench Cass? Eric King here. Uh, got a couple of reviews. He's uh, definitely a little bit more tamer here than the uh, last one. Like, like, to us, we feel like he called back immediately as soon as he hung up. <laughs> yeah. It's like two weeks later. <laughs> hey, it's me, Eric King. The other one was real twangy. This one's not as twangy as that right. first voicemail. What up, Bench Cass? Eric King here. Uh, Got a couple of reviews. Um, my kids and I started watching this Netflix series. Uh, it's a Japanese reality series. It's called Old Enough. And it's oh, basically Jesus. they send... Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is... I don't know if I want to know about this show. Okay, I think I know what it is. So it's about like young kids that they send out to try to do like adult... Uh, tasks like maybe go grocery shopping, but they send them out on their own, and they have like a film crew following them and stuff like that. Okay, okay. <laughs> and basically, they send uh, three and like a mom or dad or mom and dad will send their three or four year old on an errand. No, no. And camera uh, <laughs> crew follow them. Sorry, Eric. Just to see if they <laughs> fuck it up or not. Got it. First episode, sent a boy, two years, nine months old, to the grocery store, you know, walking along a, a busy road. Uh, they're going to see if he holds his flag out for vehicles. <laughs> Thank you. You know, pick up groceries and come back. And then another episode, uh, mom sends her daughter down to the garden to pick some cabbage and pick an onion. I didn't know that. Oh. The garden too long and then it gets dark and... Then the camera crew has to uh, follow her home with the uh, a vehicle uh, with the headlights on so she can get okay. home. Uh, okay. Okay. Holy shit, they just showed titties. It's fucking stupid fun. Kids sent on oh rain just to see Stop if they fuck up or not. Uh, Nick Cage Roundup continues. Uh, Prisoners of Ghostland. I had also a this. good time with this movie. This is a second one easily. Uh, <laughs> Think Escape from New York, except uh, Nicolas Cage is sent into this post-apocalyptic wasteland. It's it's like a mm-hmm, Japanese mm-hmm. slash Western slash apocalyptic <sighs> era. Oh my Escape God! Uh, terrorism. Somebody, uh, <laughs> real fun movie. Very cagey. Looking forward to Cage's new movie. <laughs> And last but not least, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, y'all remember how Pete was with uh, Jojo Rabbit two and a half years ago? 
So goody. Fucking, this movie, I want this movie in my butt. I love this fucking movie. It's not Did you just want that movie in his butt? Movie. I'm, not, I'm not gonna say a single thing about it. I don't want anybody... I think so, is it? I want this movie in my butt? Everything, everywhere, all at once. Y'all remember how Pete was with uh, Jojo Rabbit two and a half years ago? Yep. Look at me, I'm a movie fan. Great movie. I'm not. I'm not going to say a single thing about it. I don't want anybody. I don't want anybody accusing me of spoiling anything. Let's get it's down non-stop to laughs and action all at the same time. This movie is fucking. Don't nuts. spoil I it. Love it. Nine on ten. Oh, dude. oh. this is six. <laughs> This king. Does does King have the premium membership for Google Voice? Because I feel like that was twenty ten minutes. How did he get in? I don't understand how everyone else gets cut off, but King just talked for like half an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! Oh my god. It's got the inside fucking info. <laughs> up, if up, you down, press down. Seven, <laughs> press oh, seven man. for 30 minutes. Pete, does what? that look that everything, uh, everywhere, all at once, yeah. it, enticing to you at all? No. Because it doesn't seem like a Pete movie. No, it doesn't. No? Okay. I heard, mul- I, I saw the trailer, and I think they say multiverse in it. And then mm-hmm. I tapped out, and I'm like, I'm over, over the fucking multiverse already. Oh, jeez. Uh, Moreno, you? I like the concept in the tra- – so going with the trailer thing, I like the concept from the trailer. Um, but again, I'm the same way with you. It's like, oh, they're just using multiverse, even though, you know, that's before fucking Marvel and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just it, like, it's, it seemed it's a little too convenient. Right yeah. Yeah, a little too heavy-handed, a little too convenient to put that in. But after uh, Chad talked about, I was talking to Chad about that on binge views. Um, yeah, I can't fucking wait to see this. I'll probably check it out. Listen, I, I went to the theater this week, and there was probably some fucking top run, top runners. Is that a is that a term? Yeah, but no. I don't know what you mean though. <laughs> <laughs> I was shaking yes. my head. <laughs> I was shaking my head. No, as Reynolds said, yeah. <laughs> Alex, I appreciate you acknowledging my stupidity. Front runners, front runners. Yes, but I, but I picked something else. But we'll get to that. And what'd you watch? But you know, I could have saw Northman. I could have saw fucking everything, everything, everything all at once. You know, but I didn't. Mm. So we'll get to what. I'm... All right, we got one voicemail left. Nine seven one number. What's going on, boys? Really good times here. Oh, shit. Really? Uh, man, I watched some shitters this week, and I got to share them with y'all. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to start with one that Pete reviewed last week, Choose or Die. Um, do that on today. Uh, I hadn't gotten to his review yet. I actually just watched it today and then heard his review on my way home from work. But, um, yeah, the movie's fucking garbage. Yes. Piece of shit. Um, I totally don't understand what was happening at the end of it. It's fucking stupid. Uh, it's like a four out ten. Nice. Uh, and I watched a movie. It's an older one. I think it came out in like 2016 or something. Like 20. Or I don't fucking know when. That's an old ass shit. You're right. Uh, it's got uh, Chloe Grace Moretz in it. Uh, it it's fucking. It's so weird. I I don't know. Um, it, it's cool, but it wasn't good at all. 
Uh, I'll probably give that like a five out of ten. When I watched this one called <laughs> Alien Warfare that popped up on Netflix, and Alien Warfare was basically like porn acting, but without the porn. Mm. And at one point, there's this wicked hot scientist chick who shows up for these like, you know, there's like a team of four Navy SEALs or whatever. But then there's no porn, so it's just like more porn acting without the porn, and that's fucking, that movie was absolute dog shit. That gets a fucking two on ten. And then I watched uh, The In-Between with my wife. It's a good, uh, like, couple kind of romance flick. Uh, I don't know if anyone on the network watched it or not. It's not really like a, you would watch it by yourself, I think. Like, it's definitely a couple's movie. I definitely think there's a better movie there than what they did. He's having a rough uh, week. <laughs> like, I think, I don't want to spoil it too much, right? But her first love dies or whatever, and spoiler. then she being him. Don't spoil it. Or whatever, but, like, I just think they, like, they could have had a better movie there than what they actually put out, so... We got like a five on ten. It was enjoyable Oof. to watch with my wife, but I mean, it's not something I'm ever going to watch again. Um, you know, it made her cry a couple times because I don't know. That's what movies do, but um, yeah, I it was fine. Now, so next time, you suck a puppet. Rough week, man. He didn't hit, hit above five at all. <laughs> it's like a five, a four, a two. <clears throat> I know the feeling. I know the feeling. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the tap out list. Oh, I can't wait to get to <laughs> yeah, the tap out that. list. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Should we just oh. Tives? Let's do a TV roundup. This is going to be a fucking long one. Let's do it. Sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> looking get for that, a, Jack. I was looking for a sounder. Can't find it. Okay. some fucking tandem sounders back to back there. That was amazing. I need to know the story behind the holy fuck drop because it is outstanding. Like it is one of my favorite things ever. Again, so- another Patreon show behind <laughs> yes. the drop, right? Yes. We've been talking about that for show. years. Oh my god. Can you play the holy fuck thing again? I sure can. <laughs> holy Fuck! <laughs> it's very close to this. Holy shit! <laughs> and not at all like this. Delroy Lindo. No, that's completely different. <laughs> Those are two different. That's not the same level. Uh, oh, not fuck. the same. Holy shit! Alright, Pete. Yes, sir. Give me a, a looped uh, tap out sounder. I say, I say goodbye Ooh. to these fucking cocksuckers right here. Looped. I'll do my best. Uh, you know what? I think he's got the long version. Here we go. Uh, let me uh, lower the volume so you can go. Oh, All wait. right. I guess that's it. I guess I got to keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> you got that. Oh, you yeah, got the longer? Got, I might have something. Just keep, I'll keep playing that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think this is it. I got you. Thank you. Spoiler alert. 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 Spoi
Oh, wait, that's not it. That's a spoiler. That's a spoiler alert, bro. All right. All right. right. Anyways, imagine the tableau, but constantly going. I want to say goodbye to uh, Halo. Um, I only know Halo from playing it. Like you, Moreno, we play Halo. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Halo, the TV show starts, and I'm not playing, so I don't know how to approach the game or the movie or whatever I'm watching. And then Master Chief takes his helmet off, and it's fucking Pablo Schreiber. Goodbye. Just, I don't want anything to do with this Yeah, later, bro. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. it doesn't make any sense to me, so I popped out. Ooh, I can actually uh, loop this, Pete, if you want. I want to say... Uh, I would... oh, that's loud. That's loud. Sorry, that's loud. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I want to say goodbye to uh, <laughs> um, that that dirty black bag. Um, you know, I thought one night I wanted a Western, so I put this on. It's got Dominic Cooper. And, um, that looked good. Yeah, that it did. I just I couldn't get into it. There was nothing that fucking related to me in this opening show like opening premiere episode and i just said i can't come back to it so i tapped out i tapped out of that dirty black bag and then i tapped out of uh slow horses now this had some a lot of potential i love gary oldman gary oldman's playing like an old disgraced mi6 guy and he gets all the disgraced mi6 people and they gotta go and solve a crime um uh, it just didn't i was was gonna watch this i was gonna watch this this looked like a peak show yeah yeah i mean it it the concept is cool but i can just see it taking forever to pay off and i just didn't have the time for it so i said fuck it i'm just gonna tap out early and i won't feel bad about it later and i want to say uh to the latest tap out i've ever had i want to say goodbye to bel air because um i'll never i'm honestly never gonna watch another will smith thing Ever. Oh! I don't give a fuck about him or anything that he ever does again. I know we never talked about it really on the on the site. I don't know how anybody else feels about it. This is how I feel about it. Fuck him and fuck anything he ever does again. That's it. Will Swift. So that's, a, that's the tap out. That's just the tap out list. Wow. Better wow. nice. Epic. All right. All right, boys. Listen. Yeah, Marno, I gotta ask you. You're here. I didn't expect you to be here. I didn't expect you to be here, so I need to know. Mm-hmm. You watch Barry? I haven't watched Barry yet. Well, that that was a thing um, about. Uh, a, it it just seems like HBO just fucking dumped a bunch of shows right. out, and exactly. obviously yeah. we're pretty big fans of HBO shows. So it's just a little tough to like schedule all that shit because you got fucking Barry. You got, we own the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hacks is coming back. Made for love is back for yeah. fucking season two, which I didn't even know until this week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it didn't get to Barry, but it, I, if you're an HBO fan, it's a, it's a, it's a good time to, to, uh, to watch. It's a great time. Okay. Yeah. Did you get to, we own the city? I did. Okay, well, okay, save that for a bit. Did you get to the offer? I got to. Um, I didn't. I, <laughs> I pulled an ammon and fell asleep. No, I. Oh. Um, I, I watched the first half of the episode. I, I didn't get. I didn't finish it though. But what? There's three episodes out. Yes. And I look. I'm not a huge Miles Teller fan, but <clears throat> this is basically a very big portion of the kid stays in the picture. The Robert Evans. Uh, yeah, biography. So, very and then very excited, very excited. 
And I, I like the look of it. I, I love the setup of it. I love that um, we're seeing, like, Puzo's, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. that he was in a bad place and, like, felt like he had to write this book. So yes. I, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, all I kept thinking about while watching this, Pete, did you you didn't watch this either day? Yeah, I watched it. Oh, you did? All three? Or? All three. All right, fucking fantastic. But all I could think about while watching this was we have Robert Evans as a character in a weekly fucking TV show right now. And mm-hmm. it's pretty glorious because Matthew Good, he does a pretty great job here. Um, does he do good? Yes, he does. Does it? Does he read in the third person? You're goddamn right. You're goddamn man. right. Hell yeah, that's Robert Evans <laughs> shit right there. Um, but he's he's really good. In, in that I'm saying, the three episodes, like there's an arc for Robert Evans here. He is that guy that we listen to that audiobook, right? Like yep, he is yep. that guy. The first two episodes, absolutely. But then shit starts getting real serious in episode three, and he's just Ooh. like. He fucking hates everybody. Like his backup is against, like it's against a wall, and he, he, you could see him start turning against people. Mm-hmm. The, the only problem I had here, and I tried to go in this clean slate. I didn't want to judge anybody. Like I know Giovanna Ribisi is a fucking Scientology guy. I just tried to put that aside. I still have a problem with him being the fat old mafia guy like he's just not that guy to me he's the little weasel he always has been in mil- yeah. movies you know what i mean agree with that. but as the third episode kept going and going i was just like it was it was easy it was easy to just put it aside i'll tell you what the easiest part to put aside for me was dan fogler as fucking francis ford coppola which sounds laughable when you first hear it this guy's fucking awesome in the yeah? show i think nice. oh my god so nice, good nice. Him and Puzo um, writing, like when they, they get together to write the script, mm-hmm. some of the best uh, scenes of the of the show. Whether it's uh, actually showing the creative fucking uh, you know process or just being dumbasses, like they're the comedy relief and they're also fucking delivering really great scenes. So nice, I really and Juno Temple's basically playing the same chick she plays. In My fun. girls in this, yeah, she plays the same character from Ted Lasso. <laughs> Like, I'm not even joking. She's like an assistant, and she just gets shit done, and it's her. Kaylee. So I'm having a good time now, Pete. I'm very interested. How are you feeling about this? <sighs> Wait, hold on. I think I got a sound, a sound, a sound drop oh. for this. So real quick, let me just just hold on. You got there. You yeah. can't be serious. Thanks, go. wait. Oh, I go. got it for you. There. No, I got it right here. I got it right here. That was deep. Oh, so oh thank God! Oh, oh my God! This is uh, this is my Somehow fucking. I, I I have brass knuckles on my fist right now. I thought you were going to put the tap out. <laughs> this I've recommended this show through and through to everyone I know this week. This was like I called my mom, I called my father-in-law, nice. like I called everyone, and I'm like, you are going to love this goddamn show. Oh, I this is my favorite thing right now. Whoa, my favorite show that's on right now. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. I fucking love this show. I, I'm not a big Miles guy. You know he mm-hmm. shut down production on this shit for uh, you know some some reasons. Um, on this? On, hold on, on this? What are you talking about? Yeah, there were like COVID protocols that he wasn't cool with, oh, he... and the production had to shut down. Either it was like mask mandate or vaccination status and stuff like that. So he shut Ooh. down production because of that. You know, and he's friends with, oh. with that quarterback douche. 
Um, oh, yeah, Rogers, yeah. Uh, but whatever, you know, whatever, whatever you got to do, whatever you got to do. But don't shut down somebody's fucking, uh, you know, dinner. You know, on some the the paychecks. You know, just fucking do the thing. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Fogler. Um, I'm fucking loving the Robert Evans, the uh, Bob Evans character. Um, I fucking love. I'm not big on the uh, girlfriend yet. I don't know what her deal is. She she's fleshing out more in the third episode, but I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. you're irking me, you're irking me, girl. But I think that's the part. Yeah. Uh, but I cannot fucking. I mean, when they went to scout location, I was fucking in my glory. Yeah, I'm like yeah. I want. I cannot wait to get to production. Like that's all I want to see is uh, episodes of production. And we haven't even seen like Brando yet. Um, we get we get a little bit of Pacino. Uh, we haven't seen Brando though, and I'm very excited about that because they're very excited about it in the show, right? They mentioned Jimmy Con uh, a couple times because they wanted yeah. Jimmy Con for the Michael role, or somebody right. said it in passing. somebody, yeah, somebody threw his name out instead yeah. of Pacino. Yeah, um, this I love this, dude. I'm fucking, loving nice. this. Is like fucking uh, like uh, it's just a mishmash of a lot of things. It's like Entourage. It's like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's like yeah. fucking. Sopranos. It's just like a fucking mash of great fucking shows and movies. I'm just uh, loving this whole thing. That's a, that's a great description. Yeah, it, and it's so weird because I, I I tend to get turned off by like new series, new TV series because like I want something new. I don't want fucking shit that I've fucking seen before. Right. But like this is <laughs> no. Alex, you're gonna love this. Like man. I read the book. I've read. I, I fucking watched the documentaries. Obviously, seen the movies, right? And See, I'm the complete just... opposite, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No books, no no behind the scenes stuff. So this is all new to me. All these stories. Yeah, nice, but you. Nice. Well, okay. Right. What you never read that Robert Evans uh, biography? No, never. Ugh. I did see the the doc. The kid stays in the picture. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's a fucking. Great but I I don't know anything movie. about the, the making of uh, the Godfather. No. I didn't know like the mob was that into uh trying to do what they're doing with the production right. and stuff like that oh, I yeah. no idea mm-hmm. and my grandfather's name is john colombo not joe colombo but i like hearing the name colombo so uh, yeah. yeah i thought like you had a colombo in your family yeah right. nice yeah is he related to this guy you know he did he did a lot of work in hong kong and he was in the um toy doll industry i'm doing air quotes and uh he was um, Wait, a tank driver in World War Two. Importing, exporting? Did he do importing, exporting? Importing, yeah. exporting of Genco toy fucking olive oil. Of uh, a and a a and a doll was his company. A and a doll wasn't a sex doll. It was like more of like a kids uh, children's like the doll. Alex Ancira doll. <laughs> <laughs> now we had all different skin tones. <laughs> was it strictly Mexican boy doll? <laughs> that is definitely an Alex. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he had any ties. Pete, I think you're in this show. I'm, I think you're a baby in the background somewhere. I hope so. Yeah, you're definitely in this show. Cool. No, this is a great show, Alex. I think you're going to fucking really – once you uh, 
dive in, you're you're mm-hmm. gonna be in. I think. I think oh, this I'm is fucking like, sweet. This is gonna be your Absolutely. favorite show, man. I'm telling you. And there, I, I believe there's another one in production about the Godfather. I don't know if it's a documentary, mm. but oh, I remember fuck. us talking about it on a on a past show. But I believe there's another one coming out soon. Well. This one, this one got out first, and it's fucking, it's pretty fucking phenomenal right now. I mean, I was just fucking enthralled with it, man. And they dropped three in one week. Yeah, three. And then I think it's week by week. Oh, see, that's gonna suck. Yeah, one one episode next week's gonna fucking. Yeah, I think it's a. It goes till I think it's ten episodes. So ten episodes, man. And they're already done the script, like. Well, not really. They don't have that third act yet. No, I think they do now. At the end of the third episode? Yeah, oh, it was did done. they have it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Remember, it was like 290 pages or oh, something? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're right. And then oh, that's so why Evan... Like, Evans isn't coming off too great by the end of the three episodes. Like, a lot of the decisions or the things that he wants to happen on The Godfather are just flat out wrong. <laughs> like you know what I mean? It's not. It's not really showing him in the best of lights. Say that again. What do you mean? He what he wants to happen on the Godfather and who's as he, sorry who's, who's Evans. He? Oh, Evans. okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Like what he wants to happen and mm-hmm. what as what we know mm-hmm. does happen mm-hmm. is very different. So it doesn't right, right. show him in that great of a light in decision making. Is what I'm saying. Gotcha, 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 yeah, yeah. gotcha. Wait, so Evans in, in his the kid stays in the picture in, in his book and in, in documentary. He would there was like an old guard at Paramount that yeah. he was that Evans was like the perfect liaison between yep. the production team and, and Coppola and uh, what's his name Blue Dong or whatever his name is. Yeah, Blue uh, Horn, yeah, yeah. Blue Horn, or something. Blue, yeah, yeah, at that, Paramount. That's very much shown in this. Absolutely. Oh, okay, awesome, yep. awesome, yep. nice. Nope. Alex, get on it. Get on it. This is a great Sunday hangover show for tomorrow. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking oh. order bad food and do it. Fucking just sit sit there and order it. and watch the offer. See what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> Pete. Is it a Sunday show? Will the new episode be out tomorrow? I think it's a Thursday show. Oh fuck. Okay. Yeah, you know uh, those classic right. Thursday, classic shows. Paramount Plus <laughs> Thursday. Show. Now Thursday used to be fucking uh, uh, must see TV, right? Oh, that was the that was Cheers, that was N- NBC, yeah. Fucking Cosby Show, Family Ties, mm-hmm. Cheers, and Night Court—the greatest then, fucking lineup in the history of primetime, right there, dog. Didn't they continue that with like Seinfeld, Frasier, Friends? Friends, yeah, absolutely, must see TV. Thursday right. night. Mussy TV, HBO. Here we go. The author. And uh, I uh, – this is me talking. I recommend this to all the binge <laughs> listeners. Who else is talking? Did you just introduce yourself? How you doing? Uh, my name is Peter. Pete Set- Peter Michael Setnick. <laughs> Son of Peter Setnick, mother of Fran Colombo. <laughs> Son Father of a murdered to- husband. <laughs> to a Chilini. Husband Birth from a tired mother. And in this life or the next, I will. Cousin of Giovanni Rubisi. Cousin of Justina Valentine. Oh! <laughs> so excited. Yeah, I recommend this to all the bingers out there. Check out the offer. I totally recommend it. 
Absolutely. Stuff, man. All right, let's talk. I know because I know he's watching it. I want to talk about We Own This City. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I I don't know. I didn't. This kind of popped up uh, on me a couple weeks ago. I was like, oh, shit, Simon's has a new show coming out. Have you? Have either of you read this book? No. I haven't read it. I know, and I'm like 90% sure that Tom Maloney has read it. Okay. I, I was toying with it last week. Um, I might read it next week because I know I'm going on vacation for two weeks, so I might read mm-hmm. it next week. Nice. Um, I was very excited when I saw this and the fact that Berenthal was uh, involved. Um, I guess I'm a fan of his. Is that, is that That's telling? Cool. You yeah. know, this is safe space. This is good John Bernthal safe space. Okay. I'm a yeah. fan of the guy too, so. Yeah. I saw his name pop up and I was like, oh shit. I'm no, fucking, they, I can't wait to watch this. He's fucking solid. He's solid. Oh, he's so good in this, dude. Pete, did you watch this? No, I thought about it, but I'm like, ah, is this going to be fucking paint by numbers bullshit? Whoa. Whoa. I what know. What does that mean? It's like I what felt like I've seen this before. I don't know. It just um, felt familiar watching the, the, the teaser tra- or the trailer for this show. And I'm like, ah, God, I don't but know if I could do one of these. Aren't you the guy that's never watched The Wire? Never seen The Wire. So what are you, what are you comparing this to? The Wire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my no, but I, I don't know. It feels like it's in that same cabinet as like Mayor of Kingstown and fucking, you know, all that stuff. Like, I feel like it's just, mm-hmm. it's been there, done that. But I if guess. you pro- prove me wrong, and I'll throw it on, man. Um, I mean, I guess you're right. You know, the whole cops and doing dirty and kind of, uh, you know, you got to make a choice on whether you think they're doing right or not. Um, I, this is a lot of, uh, not so much just the cops on the street. Like, we do get a little bit of that here, but it's also, like, the people in the offices that are making the decisions and what they have to do to deal with these cops, right? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's different in that way. I never even thought of Marion Kingstown until you kind of brought it up, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I like both shows, though, so it's not a bad thing for me. Yeah, um, yeah. This first episode was really entertaining for me. I liked how it began, and I loved how it ended. And now that's not just because it was Barenthal in both parts, but I just I was really enthralled all the way through. Is what I'm trying to say, Ronald. Yeah, did you yeah, yeah. did you like this? I I really liked it. Uh, I had an, I have an idea of what the whole thing is about. And, oh, okay. Um, the one thing the one thing I really like about it is that it's it's quote-unquote recent like it's pretty recent that this mm-hmm. fucking happened and uh that's uh, it, it's just pretty fucked up that in a major city that the shit like this goes on it but just that's gonna happen in a major city but yeah. to that degree it's fucking just so crazy that you can't wrap your mind around you know like it that that's the thing about like the why and one of the things that people don't like about the wire is like all of like you know they go to city hall and they fucking you know there's a lot of like talky talky stuff and they go right. to the fucking police commissioner and that's a lot of talky talky stuff but it's it, it's important because it just shows like how high up the and fucking that, corruption goes and, and i think how, they've established that here too right they've already kind of done it 
Right out, right on the outset, yeah. And I, yeah. I think that's what separates that from like the wire, which was fucking twenty years ago at this point. But right. um, I, I can see that kind of being a turnoff for people. Like, there's uh-huh. not enough action. There's not enough. Um, uh, we don't know who the players are right, right at the outset. You know, that's kind of the David Simon way is to kind of slow roll things. Yeah. So, Look, it's, I, it's always it's always going to build to something. You know, all the pieces matter, as they say. I had huge, like, obviously, it's obvious The Wire fucking feels watching this episode, whether they're doing a, you know, whether they're doing a stakeout or, 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 yeah, what you said, they're, they're discussing it in the, in the commissioner's office about mm-hmm. whoever did what, like, this is The Wire 2.0. Like, it really is. First I episode, so, anyway. I think so. And to me, I haven't seen, was that a Generation Kill? I don't know if you remember that uh, old HBO show about, yeah. Uh, soldiers in Iraq, right. and uh, that's supposed to be a really good. I, I haven't I haven't watched that, but that's also a David Simon show. So I've watched all the Damon Simon show except for except for Generation Kill, mm-hmm. and they've all been fucking solid, man. They've not let me down. So it's like, you know, I can't fucking <laughs> I can't just hate on it from the outset, or like even if I, I I'm not blown away by the first episode, I know just to wait, and that kind of mm-hmm. sucks. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's this is week-to-week television at its best. I'm looking at the cast right here, and I've just come across one of the most amazing things ever. Gabrielle Cartier, Andrea yeah. from Beverly Hills 9210, yes. is yep. in this motherfucker. Was she in the first she episode? Is. She's in the first episode. Who is she? Because I was like, who that bitch? Who <laughs> that bitch? Oh, right? And me, me and Liz are watching it. Me and, me and Liz are watching it. And I'm just like, who? Is it? And I'm like, oh, I know who this is. And she's like, who's that? And I'm like, Beverly Hills. And she goes, Andrea. Oh my! And I was God. like, she looks fucking amazing. And the reason I... why is because she was fucking 37 when she was at Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> so it's like we all just caught up to her, and she looks fucking great. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> who was she in the episode? I don't remember her. She is. Oh fuck! Um, Is she a cop? I don't think she's a cop. She might be one of the fucking attorneys. She might be one of like state's attorney or something like that. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, it. She she's in like that official capacity. Holy shit balls! (laughs) But I I liked it, man. I mean, there. So a couple of things. There. The first thing is that. There are some characters in the show, like in the first episode, where you see them, they're doing a certain thing, and then they wind up being another thing, and you're just like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, The other thing is that if you're a David Simon fan, he likes to to use actors – he likes to reuse actors in his shows. Right. But if they are a criminal in one show – they're going to be a good guy or a cop cop or an attorney. Yeah, exactly. In in the next show. Uh, So it's just kind of fun from that aspect to, to see, you know, people who were fucking drug dealers or people who were cops on the opposite end. Pretty fucking cool. Also fun to learn that uh, Simons is such a huge 90210 fan because (laughs) Gabriel Cardia's fucking character name in this show is fucking Andrea. Oh, beautiful. I love it. I love it. Bana, 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 bana. 
I'm all over it. Fucking Baltimore 90210. Here we go. Oh, fuck. All right. All right. Um, Moon Knight, anybody? I only yeah. watched the, up to the third episode. I haven't... Uh... Seen anything past? Oh, so you got the screener episodes that made you nut in your mouth? I've heard. I heard that. Uh, didn't nut in my mouth, but uh, <laughs> pretty good episode. Wouldn't go All that right. far. Has to be an amazing episode for that to happen. And no Peter, one knows. You... What, no one knows what that means right now. By the way. Oh yeah, right. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Pete, are you up to date? Yes, yes, I'm up to date. All right, Marino, Um, episode four and five are going to be like a different show like they're gonna be like what the fuck is going on and i was like that you know what i mean and it's weird it's weird because like i gotta we gotta rapid fire a lot of this shit here this is getting stupid um i started reading a moon knight comic online um because i was just like all right let me let me read a little bit more about this character Mm -hmm. um this and this uh comic starts out with moon knight being in a institution and you kind of try to figure out what's real and what's not in his head and blah, 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 blah. Well, lo and behold, we get to the show and the show kind of starts bleeding right into the exact comic I'm reading. And I was kind of freaked out about it and I didn't know what to do. didn't know whether I should continue the comic uh, and just watch the show. Anyways, you're going to question everything that you've watched so far in the show and everything going forward you're not going to trust. Put it that way. I, I mean, that's the best way I can put it. Yeah, I, can, yeah that's right. I, I love that. I love that because I was okay. kind of doing that already, you know, because just kind of trying to predict where this is going to go, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, can't make heads or tails of it. So I was just like, all right, let's just fucking go along with go along on the ride, you know? Right. So. I mean, episode five is the penultimate. What are we calling those, Pete? Steely Dance. Steely dance. Steely dance, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, is, it answers. <laughs> no, the second no to last, second to last episode. Steely. Steely dance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it answers huge questions. Like it, like so. Episode four, huge cliffhanger. What the fuck's going on? Episode five starts. Still don't know what's going on, but it clears up a lot of shit throughout the episode, and you're like, wow, this was a really good episode. Mm. Uh, so the 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 final episode I'm really looking forward to, even though I'm kind of just like, I don't know if anything is, is really happening. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I liked I liked four and five. I just wish they were episode two and three. Oh, okay. That's just what you're be- saying. Yeah. Just because I think the resolution is going to happen a little too quick for the finale, where at least we could live where we are in this question mark world for a bit all right i like that i don't know i feel like it should have happened sooner because unless you know the finale could change my mind of what they do with the storytelling here but i was just like you took us along for fucking three and three quarter three and three quarters of a net of a show and turned it on its head and now we're living in this new world for an episode and a quarter yeah and then the next one's going to end. I just feel like we could we should have gotten there a little bit sooner because there was a lot of, you know, the back and forth with, you know, and fighting with the two personalities a lot now that you now that we're in this spot. I'm like, "Ah, we could have gotten here sooner, I think." Yeah. That's I that's what okay. I think. I don't mind it. I no, you know, I, I, mean, I don't mind it. I'm just saying what I think it could have been, but again, the finale could totally 
prove me wrong because this is a good show. Oscar Isaac is killing it. So, and I want I want more Moon Knight. I'll be honest with you. Like I just want to see. Oh, Moon he's been absent. Oh, absent. <laughs> Moon Knightless nights. There's no. <laughs> there's no. No nights of Moonless Moon nights. Moonless right. nights. Um, right. let me fire through a couple things here. Go, the go, girl go, from Plainville. Uh, let me ask you guys. It's called the girl from Plainville. Have you guys ever heard about this case where the woman uh, gets charged for manslaughter just because of her texts with her boyfriend that yeah, yes. committed suicide? Yes, I, yes. Is this uh, how many episodes is this? Because I definitely seen a something on it. All right, I, but I just don't know if it's like uh, if I seen two episodes or if it was like a whole oh, like sure. hour and a half documentary or whatever. So. No, no, this is many episodes. Um, <laughs> there's eight. Eight episodes. Seven, <laughs> seven of them have aired. The finale is on May 3rd, so that's next week. Um, I, I think this was like somewhere in my mind that I maybe heard about this. Mm-hmm. But what interests me about it was Elle Fanning is playing the girl. And, I'm a, you know, I was, she's really good. Elle Fanning was really good. Mm-hmm. Chloe Savini is uh, she can be infuriating, but that's not saying she's not a great actress. Unless you blow show... Vincent Gallo and Brown Bunny. Oh god damn it! You know, in this she's... in this she's really great. <laughs> People understand Chloe... that in full bitch. All right, sorry, Law. I'm gonna shut up now. I'm gonna mute my mic. <laughs> Chloe Savini's really good in this. This is a very frustrating show, though, because I don't know which way they're going. Um, if you know the story, maybe it's more interesting to you. I don't know how this ends. I'm actually kind of involved in this. I want to see if she gets fucking charged with this kid's fucking murder or not. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of interested in it. Um, Life and Beth. Now, mm-hmm. um, did you do you know about this? Yeah, I've seen it all over Hulu. Oh. Know about Life, don't know about Beth. Okay, so Beth is Amy Schumer. And she, oh see, why does everyone hate Amy Schumer? I don't know. Yeah, I'm worst, the same dude. way, man. I'm the same way. She's the worst. Alright. I don't. I don't hate Amy Schumer. Uh I watched this pretty much in a couple nights. Um Michael Sarah, Michael Rappaport. Ugh. Uh it's just her going through kind of a breakup and and trying to get her life together and she meets Michael Sarah. I think Jess was kind of enlightening me in that this is kind of her real life story because the Michael Sarah character looks like he has a little bit, uh, a touch of autism or something. And I guess her new, her real life boyfriend does. Correct. So she You're right kind of, with that. Yeah. So she kind of, well, how do you know that if you hate her so much? I was listening to Stern and she was a guest and explained it. Oh, okay. So I think this is like a real life story of how she met her boyfriend, whatever. And Sarah, Sarah's pretty good in it. They play off each other well. I don't mind this show at all. It's okay. Uh, I'll give it like a fucking six and a half on ten. Girl from Plainville's not done. I can't write that. Okay. Uh, all right, let's go. Better Call Saul because I know Moreno's all over that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I did see, I, just real quick. I did see a uh, 2020 special on the Girl from Plainview. Yeah. Uh, just on that whole story. So I, th- that's why I was confused. I didn't oh, know if you okay. were talking about that or you were talking about the No, yeah, this is this is okay. like a fucking act like an that's act. That's the fictionalized show. version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So you know how this shit ends. I don't. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spoil it. <laughs> 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 All right. 
Better Call Saul, we are three episodes in. If you want to listen to the commentaries, they are on. Are they? Is that? Um... Yep, it's on the regular feed, so people oh, can get it if free. there are if they are subscribed to the Bingecast, they can um, they can listen to it. Look at it. I have to say, I'm astonished how quickly one of the longest running storylines has wrapped up. I was mm-hmm. these, but it made these first three episodes fucking amazing. I was. Season. This was incredible. Like I was, this is like a little mini season uh, that can hold its own to Breaking Bad, and that's all I've ever wanted from this fucking show. It is, and these three episodes were fucking incredible. I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. I was so fucking just uh, anxious watching these. I can't believe they did what they did, mm-hmm. and they're still holy fuck. There's still like ten episodes left. Um, I don't know what they're clearing the way for, although, you know, I've heard the rumors like everyone else has, but I just don't think that's going to be the major focus here. We've got Kim, and every time I explain this to people that have watched Breaking Bad and not this, I say, look, there's a character named Kim, and for me, that's what this entire show is about, because Mm -hmm. I know what happens to Saul, Uh, I know what happens to most of the other characters, Uh, so everything about this show is about what the fuck happens to Kim. So... Right. What happens to Kim, guys? Well, to be fair, we don't know what happens to Saul. Well, I okay. Because after uh, ju- just because, and not to be like fucking, you know, fucking uh, uh, to be glib or whatever. It. I'm, that's but you're black and that's a black and white shit, right? In oh yeah, yeah, okay, in, that, yeah. That, that's all. It, that's all I'm saying. I would, and I would love. If somebody's to gonna call there. you out and just be like, "Law, fuck you," because. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, so I guess I decided to be that person. Not, and that's fine, but that was my argument early on. Like I sure, just sure, I sure. want to see what happened after Breaking Bad, but it, yeah, they, yeah, they do not revisit that well enough. I imagine they will <laughs> maybe at the very end, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, what happens to Kim? The fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. Look, I, 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 I like Rhea Seahorn, who's the actress that plays Kim a lot. I think mm-hmm. she's she's great in the show. I have some minor. Uh, uh, things about her performance and everything, oh. but uh, she's she's good in the show. Right. But I I just it's it's fucking. I mean, if you have followed this show since the inception, mm-hmm. you can't tell me that there haven't been a couple of seasons where this fucking show dragged. Oh and, my god! Uh, yeah, that, that's my biggest gripe on this, and uh. uh I, I just want Pete's peeing in a bottle. Nice, nice. I, piss, I pissed in three bottles already. <laughs> Jesus so, Christ! So that's cool. Um, there are small bottles. Don't worry about it. I was just sprinkling. I was just sprinkling in there. <laughs> They're little eyedropper bottles. Don't worry about it. I just had to get a little bit outlaw. Um, I here's my biggest problem, and, and so just to put a cap on on the uh, Kim thing. She she's a great character. I like her. I have a lot of issues with her character because I don't know why she's with this guy for so long. I mean, it hasn't been explained other than these two actors have really great chemistry. Right. Um, but I, why are we fucking six seasons in uh-huh. and we're still not anywhere near what we saw in Breaking Bad? That's my biggest gripe on this fucking show. Why have we gone this fucking long? And yeah, he's already adopted Saul Goodman name. 
He mm-hmm. started wearing the suits. He's dealing with fucking shady people and all that shit. But maybe it's just my expectations for it. Yeah. I just don't like that aspect of this show. Now, I love other aspects of this show. Mm-hmm. It's fucking – it still has the Gilligan touch. It still has amazing cinematography. I fucking love the landscape shots. I love what – how he intentionally fucking moves the camera and everything. I love all that shit. Right. Love the cartel stuff. I mean – when they are doing the cartel stuff, when it's the Salamancas, when it's Nacho, when it's fucking Saul dealing with all the, or fucking Jimmy dealing with all this shit, I think that is the fucking meatiest part of the show. Absolutely. But then we don't deal with a lot of that. Now, we're starting to, but it took fucking seasons to get there. Yeah. I, Look at I, I have no problem predicting this is going to be the greatest season of Better Call Saul. Sure, absolutely. Because it, it just feels this is this truly feels like an extension of Breaking Bad already. We're three episodes in and it just mm-hmm. feels like it. Plus, if you know if if you've seen the headlines, if you've seen the rumors, you yep. know what's coming. This yep. is literally gonna be an extension of Breaking Bad. And that's great. Um I'm totally with you. And I've always been with you. I've I've always voiced that. I don't None of, there's fucking entire seasons full of me just not giving a fuck about any of it. Um, they started out the show with what you said, showing some black and white scenes of where he's working, and an obvious nod to fucking Breaking Bad, and then showing him being very nervous, looking at his fucking sliding door, all this kind of shit. But then we had four fucking seasons of him and his brother wearing a tinfoil hat, and I'm just like, what in the fuck? How long does this have to go on mm-hmm. until it matters? It matters now. And I can yes. forget that shit, and I'm just going to let myself enjoy this fucking season. Mm-hmm. Pete? Well, I yeah. tapped out after the finale <laughs> of season three. So uh, the wife and I did a YouTube recap of season four and season five, and now we are caught up. Beautiful. <laughs> no, you're not. Yes. Yes, yes, I am. I I highly suggested that. I know all the characters. As, I know all the players. As somebody who has suffered through fucking seasons three through five, I was like, dude, just watch the fucking recaps. Like, That's Lalo brilliant. is the shit. Lalo yep. is the shit. We got it. Anything about that? Um, yep. you're, and other yep. than like the the cases that. Uh, you know, that, uh, you know, the Sandpiper case that fucking Kim was working at, you're not missing anything from that portion no. of no. the fucking story. You're I, feel, not. I feel You're just great. fucking not, and that sucks. Yeah, yeah, when you look back on it, right, it does. It does yeah. suck. The fuck's the point? Yeah, I feel really good about my decision. Law, <laughs> <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> I was, I was going to say, um, uh, so, uh, what do you call? You were saying um, that you were looking for like a really great extension from Breaking Bad, right? Right. Yeah, I was just hoping that you it were felt hoping like that, that, yeah, that Saul was going to be that. So, mm. did you think that El Camino? And I think I know the answer to this question, but uh, because we reviewed it on the show, mm. did you think that El Camino, the Breaking Bad spinoff movie that was on Netflix featuring Jesse, was a, a a a legitimate 
spinoff or um, mm. extension of the show? I mean, it it, it is a legitimate spinoff, obviously. I mean, it's if, if you want to go the it's canon, it's Gillian, it's fucking uh, it, it's fucking Jesse, it's fucking Fat Damon. But it doesn't feel that way. It's it was just it was too long. I think it was too fan servicey. I, I I think for me, it, it took too long. And yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Then it was about making people like member member, and then a lot of it was flashbacks too, which yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really love the flashbacks thing. Um, I just finished Breaking Bad with Jess and TJ, mm-hmm. and then uh, they you know so they're fucking amped at the end. And uh, specifically TJ, and he's like, "What? What do I watch now? Do I watch Better Call Saul or do I watch El Camino?" No, and I sit, and I was like, "Neither." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Just sit with what you got right here because it doesn't get better." That's what I said. I was like, I like this that is answer. It. I like that. I, do, I love that answer because I was going to say watch El Camino and then watch Better Call Saul, but also like I know that. TJ's the type of dude that he'll rewatch it, right? Oh, Office yeah. is a big, big thing. Yeah. Um, and then also just like it, he is a completist dude too, right? Yeah. So he wants to fucking see everything. And he's going to wa- d- – despite what you fucking tell him, he's, he's going to wind up watching it anyway at some point. He is. He's very, um, very interested in Saul because of – once he kind of found out – like, you know, Mike's in it. Right, Gustavo's in it, and fucking Hank shows up at some point, and you got the twins, and you got fucking, Mm -hmm. you know, and and he like um I'm I'm like fucking Huel shows up, you get his backstory, and he's like, oh for real? I was like, yep. (laughs) So he's interested in all this shit, and I was just like, well, eventually he's gonna watch it for sure. Mm. But the 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 El Camino thing, I was I don't know, it's just it's. Forgettable, to be honest with you, I was just kind of like, yeah, I just totally agree. Yeah, it just it it really seemed like it was fan service in a way of like everybody just loved Jesse and for like good reason, like great character and everything. And I, it was more just like to me that we want to, we don't want our last image of Jesse just screaming and just Mm -hmm. driving. We really want to see him be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is super fucked up. I don't. I mean, I don't know if you need to fucking make a whole fucking movie around that. No, I'm good with him screaming and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, let's just write that off right there. We're good. Exactly. It was good. It was a great ending for him. All right, um, Barry. Marino, all I can say is, uh, if you don't remember what happened, get a recap because uh, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get a recap. So when I started watching, I was kind of like, it took me at least 15 minutes into the episode to just even have an idea of what the fuck was going on. From what uh, I remember, it was just about the teacher. Uh, well, yeah, the but this, like this episode is, it, it the funds, <laughs> it is, it is about Henry Winkler, but that's not all of it. Like there's a lot to oh, do okay. with Hank and his fucking group. And I do remember there was a shootout, whatever. Yeah. Do a little oh, fucking right. reading. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's huge because w- the place where Barry is, I think, mm-hmm. is the focus of the show, and I mean mentally, yeah. um, where he's at in his life. That's yes. the entire focus okay. for this season. Is I, I see it playing out. All right. 
Uh, Gaslit. Gaslit, ladies and gentlemen, um, I had a really good week with premieres. This was one of them. Uh, Julie Roberts, Sean Penn, Dan Stevens, a bunch of other people that are really great. Uh, Listen, Jess's mom brought this story up to me. She's like, oh, did you hear about this show coming out? I was like, no, girl. Um, She's like, she's... (laughs) She, I don't, Watergate interests her for some reason. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> and um, this, so let me read the thing here. A modern take on the 1970s political Watergate scandal centering on untold, untold stories and forgotten characters of the time. But specifically, this is about Julia Roberts' Martha Mitchell, who plays uh, John Mitchell's, I think he's Secretary of State or something like that, his okay. wife, who is has a big part in like kind of spilling the beans on Watergate, but also the Republican Party kind of throwing her onto the bus for being mentally ill and almost like just writing her off as a human being just to get away with Watergate. Huh. Um, so she's very, you know, charismatic. And she comes out all guns blazing in the show. She's doing interviews where uh, John Mitchell doesn't want her to do any more one-on-one interviews. They're Mm -hmm. gearing up for the election. All this shit's going down. This is fucking awesome. This is just another show, Pete, much like uh, The Offer. Uh It brings you into that time, you know, of just fucking 70s. It's hardcore. There's sex, there's drugs, there's this fucking, uh, nobody, uh, brother Eli fucking shows up in this, Marano, from fucking Boardwalk. He's fucking stupendous in this show. He's the guy they go to for ideas on how to, uh, get a leg up in the, in, in, in polling. Uh, and he's a fucking idiot and I love it. It's just, oh, there's just so much great shit in this first episode. I didn't know it was Sean Penn to like fucking half an hour in. <laughs> Why he's got makeup on? Yeah, yeah. He's oh, a shit. fat asshole. And I was just like, who is this guy? <laughs> it's fucking amazing, amazing stuff here. Okay, this is a great, a great fucking premiere episode. Absolutely fantastic. I'm not a Julia draw, but um, okay. I know she's got a giant mouth. I get it. It's not about her mouth. It's just, just like, what has she done that 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 I care about? She's really good here, Pete. The Mexican? She's No. <laughs> that was like in 98. <laughs> Ocean's uh, 11, 12. No. Listen, I, I'm telling you this. this. No, I know, but I'm just telling this. you why I'm not a Julia I fan. I get it. I'm not a Julia. You're right. Julia Roberts isn't going to pull me into a project. Neither is Sean Penn. They can go both fuck themselves. Yeah. I'm just saying the story here is actually what pulled me in. All right, oh, that review right getting, there, that got me. This woman getting railroaded by the fucking, her husband and the rest of the Republican Party just to save face over Watergate, that's interesting. And to have every, all the everything that came out afterwards and her to be totally justified, and yet nobody knows this story. She's still a crazy bitch to everyone else. This is interesting. Okay. All right. All right, I'm gonna write that down. Is that a uh, is that something I could recommend? I feel like this is something I could recommend to my parents, and they're gonna. Oh yeah! All right, call a friend tomorrow and tell her. You you American motherfuckers, you all love this (laughs) Watergate shit. I don't like this shit. Give a fuck. Call 
Your parents do. (laughs) (laughs) Between that, Gaslit, sorry, between Gaslit, uh, The Offer, and We Own This City, I'm not going to lie to you, one of the greatest premiere fucking episode weeks I've ever had in my life. Like, it was fucking phenomenal. And then, I wasn't even done, Shining Girls. Holy fuck. Is that the twins? About the twins in the hallway? I thought it might have been, but it's not. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Um, Elizabeth Moss. Oh. Her new show. Ooh. You know, we're, we're big. We're big Handmaid's Tale, guys. People over here in this house. Yeah, Anyways, yeah. there's something I really love about this show, there, and I can't put my finger on it yet. I'm three episodes in, and there is some sort of time fucking timeline fuckery going on that they will not let us in on. And it's a mystery, and I'm fucking down with it, and I'm going to be there, and I want to see what's going on. I can't really tell you much more. I don't want to explain it. There's murders. Mm. They figure out there's a serial killer. Elizabeth Moss is a survivor of this said serial killer. She wants to help the newspaper reporter solve it. But the timeline is all fucked up. There's some timeline fuckery going on. All right. The last thing I want to talk about in television yeah. is Ozark. Ozark is over. Oh, that came back. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't start that. All right. All Have you watched the... with it? Yes. Okay, you watched the first part. Okay, Marna. Mm-hmm. I don't I... remember. <laughs> this is how fucking stupid I am. I watched that and like we binged it. We binged those four episodes or whatever it was. Right and at the end of it, I go. I told you that this was the fucking stupidest show, and then. This is going to be a terrible show that with a terrible ending. I was telling my wife that. Oh, you thought it was the end? I thought that was the end. I'm like, how fucking anticlimactic is this? Fucking stupid show. Um, <laughs> how do I go about this? Am I not wrong though? Oh, you're not fucking wrong. Oh, sir. fuck <laughs> this show, dude. Fuck this show. The easiest thing, going back to Breaking Bad, this is Breaking Bad, but you see the fucking Ozarks. What oh, the, no. What a fucking stupid thing to say, first of all. Second of all, you're wrong. It's, it's just the easiest comparison that you can fucking bring up, but it's nowhere near Breaking Bad. Um, the, look, the first couple of seasons were okay, and then mm. it got real fucking stupid. Yeah, had to this, do with the kids again. I there's a yeah there's a couple oh, there's a, there's Wendy, a couple I fucking hate Wendy I hate Wendy oh Bruno you don't even want to fucking start I oh, fucking, fuck Wendy oh my god I don't even go to Wendy's to get a fucking fucking double burger you know what I'm saying the, sh- the show That's has stupid. a couple the show has a couple extended stretches where it's really great okay the first half of the final season which is what you watched and thought was the end. It was, it was, it was okay. I mean, I was down with it. Uh, yeah. I was, I really enjoyed the fact that the second half was only like coming out a month later. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's cool. Let's do that. Let's yeah. make this a tradition. The fucking mid season finales are just a fucking month away. I'm okay with that. It's what we do in this family. This, oh, fuck. This last half season was just like, it was one of the most disappointing fucking half of, seasons of television i've ever watched <laughs> if, if i have to put it that way because that's what it was uh i was just I, it was just unbelievable the decisions they make for the characters mm-hmm. and and what they do um with everybody it, it, 
Bruno, I was so frustrated watching the end of the show today. Mm. I couldn't. I couldn't even. Fa- when you bring up the Wendy Bird thing, I like. Holy fuck! Do I hate this character? <sighs> and I don't think the writers hate her. And that's the difference here. Yes, right? like absolutely, dude. You fucking nailed it. Absolutely. There, there's like a you know, a, a Queen Cersei, but the writers know you're supposed to hate her. Yeah. I don't think the writers right. want you to hate Wendy Bird, and I can't fucking stand a second of her being on screen. This goes back to like the Truman Show, like when Laura Linney played the fake wife. And I fucking hated her so much in that fucking movie. It, it is actually extended because I feel like she's she's being that fake fucking mother and wife in this show. It's an extension of the Truman Show for me. I can't stand anything about this fucking woman. I hate her as an actress now. Like that's that's how far it's extended. No, she's just stuck in the Truman Show. Yeah, it just I hate happened her. to be Ozark. She's the worst. Wait till you watch this fucking... Oh, just wait. I can't wait to fucking talk to you about this. You're right, it's, because there are definitely... that The Cersei thing is definitely a fucking great comparison. That is a... Uh, it's a character that you're supposed to hate. Right. Um, and, you know, you might have... The writers will include some stuff that is like... Well, she does have some redeeming qualities. Zero. Zero <laughs> with Wendy Bird. She is no. just – she's a piece of shit. She's worse. And I don't – it really bugs me when people are like – well, when you talk about a character and um, you're just like, I fucking hate this character or whatever. And they're just like, well, she's supposed to be that way. It's like, motherfucker, don't you think I thought about that already? No, right. she's a fucking piece of shit. Right. And they didn't mean her to fucking be – Right terrible and turn people off from the show you don't want to write a character that turns people off from a fucking show absolutely you want a character that you hate but you can't help but want to see them every fucking time right that's classic this is this is fucking uh soap opera 101 right here absolutely she's the worst She's a little worse. Her her storyline is the worst. She's terrible. Oh, she's just it's awful. Everything about this show shit the bed at the end. I couldn't <laughs> be more disappointed. <laughs> Fuck this show. As a series, this is an interesting rating. I'll be honest with you because there's been like I said, some extended stretches of fucking fantastic television here. Mm. But they fucked the dog at the end. Like it is just like and when I say that, they were literally fucking a dog rather than writing a good script. This that's is a, a, that's a future who said a quote right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, should we work on this script? No, I'm going to fuck this dog instead. Hold up. Let me fuck this dog real quick. Oh, you're fucking a dog? Let me come over there and fuck the other end of that dog. Oh, okay. Let's not write at all tonight and fuck this dog. That's what happened at the end of those like, um, it's it's got to be uh, like a, I'm gonna give it a soft, super soft six. It's more than half good, but the bad at the end of the show is is lingering with me, and it's really factoring into my rating. But I'm gonna give it a, a soft six. I don't want to add another factoring point to your <laughs> score. 
Okay. But uh, why is everything blue in this fucking show? Like, there's just a blue <laughs> tint on everything. <laughs> fuck that. Get the fuck out of here. What do you think you are, Soderbergh? Fuck yourself. <laughs> You're going to hate watch the rest of this season. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Wait, dude, dude I, am, I, I am geared up to fucking hate watching the shit right now. <laughs> this is a great show, by the way. What do you call this? The binge cast? I fucking love this thing. <laughs> All right, Pete, do you have uh, anything for TV? Uh, well, Made for Love came back this week, surprisingly. It came out oh. of fucking nowhere. Dude, did they drop two episodes? Like, yeah. Right off the hop? Did. Yeah. They did? They did. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I just didn't shit. know if I was like two weeks behind or what. I have shit to say here. Oh, speak. I was not happy with these two episodes at all. Ooh. Pete. Yes, sir. Did you catch? Like, mm. I th- I think they hired the writers of Three's Company um, because <laughs> the whole concept of the show is hiding shit from Ray Romano. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, the did you catch the one line of dialogue where he's like, hey, what are you doing in there? And they're like, oh, just grabbing a ladder. And he's like, what ladder? And then one of them says the wood ladder. And one of them says, says the, the metal ladder. The metal ladder. And then they look at each other. And then they switch answers. Yeah. This, I, I looked at Jess and I was like, what is happening? Like, who the fuck is writing this show? This is horrendous. I, I, I couldn't I, believe how bad it was, Pete. I, 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 we were so bored. By the end of these first two episodes, we were really, really disappointed. Don't taint my viewing. Don't taint my viewing. I um, just telling you what I, what, I, what I we went it. through. I'm enjoying being back in this world. I'm curious to see. Uh, you know, Ray Romano is killing it as far as a character. Uh, I'm just curious. You know, now we have a a new player, kind of a new player um, in in the hub. Uh, so I'm interested in that. Mm-hmm. There's some mm-hmm. interesting things happening here. Um, you know, we have like a deadline, we have uh, a promise, we have we have a lot of things that are set up. So, I'm hoping this is like the end. I mean, we could have been happy with the end of season one being the uh, final final, but I'm glad we're back. I'm happy right. to be back, and and I just want the answers, and I just want season two to be the end. I don't I, need to extend this. I like I, I don't want to taint. Because Alex, I know you haven't watched it. I don't mm-hmm. want to taint your viewing. I want to That's taint right. your. Right. I, I definitely want to taint your Ozark viewing. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I, don't want, I don't want to taint your Made for Love viewing because. Fair enough. I, I we were just flabbergasted at how much we didn't like these first episodes. Like it ah. just didn't feel like the same show to us at all. That's all I can say. Yeah, I didn't have that. I didn't have that problem. So I'm. I'm all still. Right. I'm still in good hands here with. Uh, show so. all right good i hope it gets uh better for us hope so too all right what about um cursed cursed films um the season two oh, is no. back cursed films i, I only yeah. did I, I did the one episode i tapped out of rosemary's baby so i did the wizard of oz oh why did you you tapped out of an episode of a tv show yeah well, you tapped out of fucking plenty of shows. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I know. I'm just like, what? No, like I watched the episode and then I tapped out. But I'm just saying, oh. like, what, what happened during the episode that made you tap out? I, I was just getting bored and I think I think my dog was just 
staring at me and uh, <laughs> <laughs> i was I, I got like just i was like you, you know what the wizard of oz one kind of tainted me <laughs> as far right. as what what i was to expect for the season two of this because i i liked season one there were some really great stories here and there was some great stuff uh, not great good stuff with the wizard of oz stuff but it was all hearsay where right. season one felt like they had hard evidence of shit that kind of went down on production. Like, <laughs> wow. Who got fucking choked out right there? Not me. Okay. You would have heard it in my voice. I would have went like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was the fucking pusher man right there, man. That was fucking Curtis Mayfield, I think. <laughs> My heart is full right now. My heart is full. You should record with us more often, you dickhead. <laughs> no, yeah, what, again, what is this called? The bitch? <laughs> we should do this more, guys. We should do this more. Um, oh, yeah, the Wizard of Oz one was all like rumors and stuff. And, was, and they never really touched on, you know, the only reason I wanted to watch it was because of the possible hanging of right. one of the munchkins yeah. in the back. And they, they touch on it, but you don't know the truth. And, I thought this, oh. right? Yeah, like I feel like that would be the whole episode. No, did you not watch this? No, I didn't. Sorry, like I was. Oh not- shit! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the what's the jizz of the show, Pete? Curse Films is about uh, movie pro- movies from back in the day and their production and their possible cursed bad things that ha- happened on set, like The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the people. Or, or uh, most famous poltergeist, a lot of the cast members and production uh, crew members oh, yeah. died uh-huh. uh, making that movie. So yep. it's just kind of like this uh, urban legend of uh, films that had kind of bad luck. So it's called Curse nice. Films. The, the big finale of season one was this: the Twilight Zone, the movie, yes. where that helicopter, oh, John Landis, yes, the helicopter yeah. and everything. So that yeah. was like the, that was the big finale of season one. So season two opens with Wizard of Oz and there's rumors about the Munchkins at a hotel fucking raging and having fucking sex orgies and shit. I'm what? like, I don't care about yeah. this. Fuck yes. <laughs> I do. I care about that. Yeah, but they interview the Munchkins like back in the day. They're like, nah, we didn't do any of that. And uh... <laughs> Exactly what a Munchkin would say. <laughs> we didn't have any fucking orgies. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> And they hated like uh, around his nostril. They hated like. (laughs) (laughs) So you know that big uh, rumor about the there was once the big rumor about the uh, Munchkin hanging themselves, but there Mm -hmm. there are two different versions of the film where one is something swinging back there, and then the new version is a giant bird back there, and they show the difference between that. So they're like, why would they change that? If nothing True. happened. True. So there's that leaving you kind of hanging there. Um, another thing is like the Tin Man and his makeup got him like real sick and stuff because of uh, – 
They really no. use like shaved metal in the paint. Like lead, lead yeah. paint. Like lead. Yeah. And this is back in the God knows when. The you know whatever year that was. So um, you know they didn't know all that shit. And then Rosemary's Baby, like I said, I was just getting distracted and fucking tapped out. So. But I think a few other episodes dropped. Um, I may go back to it if I have – I mean there's a lot of shit out now with Barry and Saul and Moon oh and Made God. for Love and The Offer. I'm like, ah, Curse Films, you could take a hike. TV is on fire right yeah, now. I'm yeah. telling you guys. So I don't know if I'm going to continue with Curse Films. I don't got that much time. So there's so much shit out right now. So fuck. Nice. All right. Um, all right. Is that it for TV? Anyone else? Anything? That's it for me, Alex. No, I'm just you know watching Bar Rescue and me oh, too, man. Things like that. I got you, fucking bartender, son. <laughs> well, that's good because uh, okay, I good. got my buddies over at Harbor Touch to <laughs> put this fucking thing in, so. and we got you TVs that show you I don't know surfing and shit for three hours on a loop. <laughs> Our 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 whole inside joke and this is gonna be stupid, but um, no no no, it's gonna be dumb. No, but uh, it, it's gonna be like we got uh, East Coast glass to bring in these uh, bar stools. <laughs> yeah, so like, whatever the name of the company is, they yeah. do the exact opposite <laughs> of bringing. <laughs> we do that all the time. There's a lot of pauses. There's a lot of talking over shit. Like we don't really watch Bar Rescue. We just we. Narrate and commentate over. Uh, these countertops were done by Westfeld Concrete. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'd love to have you on the show, Law. That'd be fucking amazing. The thing about John Taffer is he can get you to shake your head up and down and say yes. Oh fuck! Doesn't yeah. he? Doesn't he? Fuck yes! I mean, That's he'll just... look at the manager of the place and be like. We need we need to get people in here like tomorrow, and he's shaking his head up and down, wide eyed, and I'm I'm on the couch going, uh huh, yes, yeah, we yeah, do. yeah, 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 along to... with him. <laughs> you fucking son of a bitch! You, you missed the one thing though, Pete. The What's one that? thing about the John Tapper fucking uh, impression is like, yeah. we look. Your fra- your father, this was his dream, right? Yes, 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 he, yes it was. And be, we want to – yeah, and he's nodding, right? <laughs> yeah, We yeah. want to yeah. bring it back to his former glory, don't you're, we? You're right, John. Yes. You're right, John. It, it's it, There's always the question at the end of the statement, and it's always leading to you saying yes. There's so no workaround. Is there? There's you. There's nothing else you can say but yes. He's brilliant at that. He always does it. Listen, you, tonight you're gonna have to suck my dick. Isn't that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You're gonna sw- look at tonight. You're gonna swallow that nut, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I am, John. You're gonna harbor touch that look, cock. We 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 did it all tonight, didn't we? Yes, John. We did. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are going to go on yeah. and be prosperous, aren't you? Yes. Nodding, nodding. Yes, nodding, yes, yes. He always has to ask the question at the end oh. because it's like, what are you going to say, no? Yeah. So it's like he's backing you into a corner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Fuck bullshit yeah. motivational speaker fucking trash. And I love it. It's a great show. Fucking episode of Great show. I love all the bells and whistles. I love like the the personal fucking taps at the tables. I'm like, I want that. 
<laughs> fucking incredible shit. My, my favorite, just to bring up one more thing, is when they're doing the uh, – what is it? The test night? What do they call that, Alex? Oh, stress night. Yeah. Stress, stress, night, stress yeah. test. And uh, he has like the gimmick of how to show how bad they are. But it will be like, I'm going to take red balls and put them in a <laughs> clear bucket when you do something bad. And yeah. I have 20 of them. So once all 20 red balls go in that basketball. We're closing it down. <laughs> the fucking stress test should be just a regular busy night. It's not making 35 <laughs> fucking drinks at the fucking same time. That is not a stress test. That is you are stacking the deck to fucking make your fucking show. And he's just like, and then he goes over. He has the fucking balls to go around the bar and go like, do you got a drink? Do you got a drink? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I got a question. Like, okay. We're I, got a, I got a question. As a bartender. Yeah. Have you ever got an order right for a vodka club, and then you go, "Who else in here wants a vodka club? One, two, three, four, five vodka clubs. They're not even in the same party." Like, have you ever made drinks, multiple drinks for different oh, fucking God. groups? Look, you make multiple drinks for fucking multiple groups, and that is fine. That's just part of the fucking job, and you'll do it. Oh, you will eventually get to it. As you are able to. <laughs> but you don't need a hunched over soy sauced hair motherfucker <laughs> yelling at you, going, Did it get it right? Did it get it right? Shut it down! Shut it down! Shut it down. You got oh, raw God. chicken all over your hands and you're touching the spatula. You're Shut it, it down! Jesus, you're gonna kill. You're gonna kill the whole town. They, they've been over for 27 years, but that night they're gonna kill everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna go to the hospital. Greatest fucking show. It greatest is. Show. It is the greatest show. And, and you can tell that he's gone from like Fox to like smaller networks yeah because yeah. the amount of like shout outs that he has to give it gets longer and longer and longer <laughs> bartender <laughs> windows countertops steamers <laughs> uh, my favorite is uh or our favorite uh when we watch it is fucking uh anytime they they have their the, the bar fucking experts are always the best Oh, yeah, because yeah. you always got to smile and do the fucking shaky, shaky with the yeah, shakers. Yeah. It's like yeah. shut the fuck up, get the fuck oh, out. Oh, they're the worst. I love the, the uh, yeah. The stress test is like four or five ingredients, right? With all different <laughs> pores. They're like, well, you guys couldn't do that. So tomorrow night when we open, it's gonna be vodka club specials. <laughs> it's like, yeah. They can't handle it. <laughs> we, the most, the most recent episode. I don't know if that's a fucking episode that you're talking about. The most recent episode, but he's like. Look, or the, the I think it was a female bartender. She was like, look, they can't do multiple steps. So we're going to have to simplify this. Yeah. Right. So then the next day, it's like, all right, after stress test, how are we all feeling? We're feeling good. You know, you know, we're but we're excited, blah, 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 blah. And then the fucking female bartender is like, OK, well, we're going to do this. And then they are like infusing a fucking ice cube and shit. <laughs> 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 presentation. I thought it was supposed to be simple. What happened? They do the fucking lemon peel. They can't make a fucking tequila sunrise and now we're doing a fucking goddamn fucking blue drink 
from fucking Tatooine and shit. Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Oh, my God. I fucking love that show. It's so good. Great show, everyone. Season 30,000. Check it out. It's great. Yeah, I arrest you. Way less stressful than watching, like, fucking Better Call Saul or something like that. I mean, way less stressful. <laughs> Uh, it's all the it's all these people that are like I used to come to this bar it was up for sale now I want to own it and have a party night like that's what all these owners yeah. are yep. they think Absolutely. it's just going to be the money rolling in it's <laughs> my dad loved this and he <laughs> passed away two days ago <laughs> and now we need to figure out what we're gonna do it's and like, and well, your we're dad, well, yeah your dad was the fucking he was the bar drunk who yeah. lucked into it and now yeah. stuck. <laughs> you're stuck with it it's not a fucking inheritance it's a burden get Absolutely. rid of it yeah. oh, alright that's the longest bar rescue review uh, you will ever get on any oh, fucking it was show needed. ever it was definitely it was needed, needed. I'm so glad we, we did it yeah oh. Fucking absolutely. All right. Let's take a – you want to do a pee break and then do some moves? Yeah. Sure. Let's do it. Right, let's let's do it. it. I got it, guys. I got it. You guys go. You guys fucking go. Do you like smelling candles that remind you of theme park rides, theme park snacks, and theme park fun? You know, without all the sweaty, smelly children around? So do we. Go to ParkSense.com and save 20% off using the code BINGE20 at checkout. ParkSense.com has candles, room sprays, wax melts, and oils. If you like your room smelling like the E.T. ride at Universal, ParkSense is your man. Just go to ParkSense.com, buy some loot, and use the code BINGE20 at checkout for 20% off your entire order. That's BINGE20 at checkout for 20% off. ParkSense.com, made by fans, for the fans. Pissing outside in the backyard, Nothing left. Bigfoot's drunk and he hasn't missed a step. Well, pissing. Jim can he his shit tight, leaking onto the bathroom floors. If I could fall a day, grab another drink next time. Don't use the sink and leave that shit sparkling. When you're You um, all right. Uh, before we get going, I forgot to say, you know, um, for the full binge, you know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Last week was uh, what? There was a commentary for. Um... Oh, Maid. Maid was last week? Oh, yeah, Maid was last week. Yeah. All right. So the full binge is uh, the extended binge cast. Uh, you're listening to the binge cast right now, but if you want the full binge, uh, you have to go to patreon.com slash binge media, five bucks a month, and you get the full, whatever it is, 45 hours, 14 yeah. hours. That's I don't know. About, whatever. Just about. Um, and uh, tonight we're going to be playing another rousing fucking uh, competition called Who Said It? Pete. Is hosting this one. Marano hosted the first one. Pete has gone uh, scoured 
yeah. past binge cast shows, not even just binge cast, uh, binge media network shows. Mm-hmm. And he's pulled quotes from around the network. And then uh, Alex and I will go head to head, tit a tit, uh, and try to figure out who said the quote. Yes. Um. All right. I'm not. I was going to say <laughs> we've already recorded this, people. I'm just, <laughs> I could say a lot, but uh, you're going to want to stay tuned. You're going to want to stay tuned and listen to this because it's fucking pretty epic. And there's a lot of bullshit that goes on. A lot of craziness. Good stuff. Um. And next week, Pete is promised a secret game, <laughs> a secret game that he won't tell us about that we will uh, be taking part <sighs> in. And then be, you know what? It could be bad. It could be good. I don't know. And then last week we got a voicemail asking me, not last week, the week before, uh, about uh, my Disney trip. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's the week after. We are all meeting up in Florida at some point, but we have no idea if we'll ever see each other because Pete's got his whole family going. I got my <laughs> whole family going, and Moreno's going to be drunk at a pool for fucking <laughs> four days straight. So we have no idea if we're even going to see each other, but we're all going to be there, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be incredible. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Can't mm-hmm. wait. Can't wait. At one point or another, we're going to try to meet up um, and do pictures. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Drink. Yep. All right. Um, that's it. That's full binge tonight. Like I said, it's going to be amazing. Let's get on the moves and get the fuck out of here so we can do that full binge, Pete. Do it. Me and my lady. <laughs> I think we all have the fucking giggles tonight, man, because everything's making us break, by the way. That's so stupid. Did we just fucking pass out mushrooms? What's going on? I don't know, man. <laughs> fucking giggly as shit. I got a fucking blanket around me right now. I'm fucking freezing. Right there. <laughs> Why you got a blankie? I'm so cold in my basement right now. I had to grab a blankie. I'm like an old lady. Oh, my God. You old lady. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my old lady. <laughs> Me and my old lady. <laughs> All right. Jesus Christ. Law, rapid fire. Let's go, baby. Rapid fire. Unchartered. It's like Spider-Man, but he's with Marky Mark, and he's not Spider-Man, <laughs> and he's Indiana Jones. Four on ten. Perfect. It's an amazing fucking rapid fire video. I'll never see it. Moving on. (laughs) Sorry, I just, I got caught up in the moment and I gave that a four on ten just because I thought it was funny. It's not. It's like a six on ten. Oh, shit. That was a funny laugh, Alex. (laughs) um, That, Pete, that's it. Because the other three I want to talk about with you. Oh, Ambulance. Yeah. You want to talk about Ambulance. Yeah, fuck it. Let's get into the ambulance. <gasps> oh, you guys saw it. Nice. Did Not you? only did we see this, mm-hmm. he saw the original ambulance. Oh, the French movie. Right, 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 right. Yes, I, I saw the Sweden. I think it's Swedish. I think it's Swedish. Sweden up. Ambulance. You have to say it like that. Ambulance. That's Alex, say did it. you watch the Michael Bay uh, movie yet? No, I haven't watched a movie in like fucking. Ah, that's all right. <laughs> and how long? Hold on, how long? 
two months. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the last time I watched a movie. You hate movies now? I get little glimpses of stuff, but that's mm. about it. Yeah. All right. So I'm just gonna be I'm gonna be a live participant. No, no, live. No, I'm not gonna participate. A right. Live listener. I'm just gonna sit back cool. and listen. You're gonna. I think you're gonna really enjoy this this segment because right. there's a lot of good shit coming up. Okay. Anyways, ambulance. Pete. Yes, sir. Um. Okay. What do we do first? You want to just do ambulance first, and then you tell me the comparisons after. Uh, sure. Whatever you want to do. I don't, it doesn't matter. Whatever you think. All is right. gonna... Whatever's better. Ambulance is horseshit. <laughs> it is fucking terrible, man. It's fucking horrendous. Like it's it starts out okay. You're like, oh, Jill Halls, he's fucking he's super cool. He did he just fucking bring up The Rock, a Michael Bay movie? Oh, did he just bring up Bad Boys, a Michael Bay movie? Like, why isn't he fucking referencing all the Michael Bay movies in a Michael Bay movie? It's really getting weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he gets too super cool. Like then he's like I don't know, man. I didn't know what this character was supposed to be. If I was supposed to cheer for him or I was supposed to hate his guts, uh, I just, I just couldn't relate to anybody in this movie. I didn't care about anybody in this movie, and I didn't want anybody in this movie to fucking survive. Is that bad? That's probably bad for a movie, right? Um, it's, it's bad for a movie, but it's not bad for this movie because it's useless. It's, it's yeah. fuck. Everything about it was useless to me. What do you think? Yeah, it's completely complete garbage. Um, the one character you're supposed to care about, um, you can't because he kills a, he shoots a cop. I, yeah, like he immediately is an asshole. So why do I want him to live? If he didn't shoot that cop and Hall did, we would have a character that we could root for from beginning to end because of his situation. Absolutely. What is the point? What is the point of making that decision? I, I don't know. You got to ask fucking Mike Bay. Fucking this terrible! This fucking horseshit. This is one of this is so Michael Bay. Like you can't. If someone else was like, I'm gonna make a Michael Bay movie. See if you can tell. <laughs> this is what it would look like. And Michael Bay made this. Like, do something different for fuck's sakes. It's this ridiculous. Terrible. The the amount of characters that are in this versus the original Swedish film is okay. Unbelievable. Tell me about this. Well, how many people are in the original one? What do you mean? There's fucking There's three people. <laughs> the whole movie. Well, technically four, but the one guy that's like in the ambulance that that's hurt is is barely like alive throughout the whole thing. And is it the same setup where the the guy that doesn't want to be there shoots him, or is it the bad? Like, what's going on? Um. Oh God, damn it! I saw this a long time ago. Hold on. <laughs> Last, last week. Okay. So it's um, so there is a bank robbery, and yes. I believe the yeah I believe like the Yaya character, the one that we're supposed to care about, uh, does shoot um, someone that's in the bank. Not sure if it's a cop. I don't think it is. I think it's just mm-hmm. a random person. Um, okay. So that person ends up in the. Uh, you know, right. ambulance, and there's a EMT girl that's in the back of the ambulance, and it's actually two. It's two brothers, two real brothers that are trying to get money for their mother's surgery. Oh, okay. So look at so immediately it's like, you know, it, it's different, right? There's a, there's a meaning behind what they're supposed to do. You could have to, you don't have to, but you can root for both of them. 
Right? Yeah, they're banding together for one goal <laughs> where... Sounds like a dog day afternoon fucking type of thing as opposed to... Correct. Fucking Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah, and, but this, this movie, the Ambulinson uh, movie is Ambulinson. super low. Like this felt like a screener, the way it looked, the way oh, it yeah. felt. Um, it is only 80 minutes long, which is amazing. Uh, I loved it that oh it was my that God, short. Peter. Yes, sir. 80 minutes? I was watching this fucking ambulance movie, and I was they they get in the ambulance, and I'm like, you know what? Like shit's moving along here. Like we don't get a backstory to Gyllenhaal and the brother or whatever. We we we're moving along pretty good. Oh, we get enough fucking flashback bullshit. But hold on, hold on. I'm like, okay, this is this is steadily fucking moving along. Like I don't know if we're gonna get a lot of backstory here, whatever. But we're they get in the ambulance, okay? The mo- In the movie called Ambulance, they get in the ambulance. I look at the time. There's an hour and a half left. <laughs> I was like, what? what the fuck is going on? Yeah, you're in there for – that's that's less than the movie that I watched. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I felt I, like I had been watching this for two hours. They get in the ambulance, an hour and a half left. I was like, there's no way this is real. Uh, so the difference here is uh, the length of time, which plays heavily into this, because you're kind of like it feels real time, like full, yeah. like eighty minutes. Yeah, that makes sense. I like that. Right, because now you know, compared to Michael Bay's three hours, we're kind of like all over the place. We don't know like how long we've been where, but um, I don't. The, the original was okay as far as how short it was, because it felt like real time. Um, you know, there's one scene where they're like, all right, uh, this, the guy needs oxygen. He only has 15 minutes left. And then they, they leave him there and then they're kind of – they decide to go back and they're kind of ca- counting down the minutes to get back because they feel bad. And they're like, we got fucking two minutes left to get back to the forest where we left him. And you're kind of on the edge of your seat a little bit. Oh. So that scenes like that are pretty good. Obviously, I don't know if the acting is, is good because it's it's a foreign film. But I – you know. Facial expressions and shit like that, I, I believed. And wait, wait, wait a minute. What? Just because it's a foreign film, you don't know if they're acting good? Correct. <laughs> Why? Like, are you... <laughs> Why is that funny? What? What does it have to do with them being foreign? Like, are you into the movie and believing their, what they're portraying on screen? Yes, I'm just saying, you know, I'm reading their dialogue, whether they're acting out those lines well i don't know why not you're watching the movie what do you mean you don't know well like i don't (sighs) but you know what they're saying by the subtitles right (laughs) yes so why why what they're doing on screen if that doesn't match up to what they're saying i don't understand how you can't tell if they're acting it out right it's a foreign film. It's tough. Like if we watched Squid Game, you know, we didn't. We don't know if they were like phenomenal actors and actresses because we're not hearing the the, Eng- I the, I, the language we know. There's a difference. I kind of understand what you're saying. Okay. Because I hated everybody in Squid Game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, it could be true. It could be true that they're awful, all awful, or I just don't know. That I get what you're saying in that part. Okay. Yeah, that's that's all I'm saying. It's about but you know, the story was was good enough. The reason behind whether what they were doing was good enough. Their relationship was all good enough. 
The four characters were is good. It, is it better? Is it better than Michael Bay's? Looks wise, no, because it looks like a fucking screener. Right. Like it looks terrible. But if you wanted to watch one or the other, you know, yeah. there's gonna be Fast and Furious fans out there that are gonna be like, "Ambulance is the shit." Right. You know, but I would just watch the original. It's 80 minutes, and you get the jizz of it. Um, you want the jizz of it, right? Let's get to the jizz of it. Yeah, so this is uh, – what do I rate this? This is like a – the original is like a six, and fucking Ambulance is like a fucking three. Yeah, um, Ambulance is like a – I'll give it a five. And there was no – thing of like we can uh just make fun of this you know what i'm saying with like those oh, michael God. bay films oh you know, no. like they're a little serious but we can make fun of them uh but pain and gain was good right so like i like pain and gain i remember and, that, and that. Well, i like that too and that was the thing of ambulance is all right, so this could be good, but it seems yeah. cheesy, though. Like, it yeah. seems fucking on, a little on the cheesy side, so. The, but then he decided to be way too serious with it. It's not so much as serious. Like, honestly, <clears throat> the biggest problem I have with the movie is Gyllenhaal's character and his dialogue. Like, not so much at the beginning, but towards the middle and then the end of the movie Ugh, he's, he's just terrible he's, man he's just a joke like it's just the shit that he yells out and the shit that he says oh, the, shit Jesus. That, the shit that his character just de- uh, decides on it's it's just all really pathetic like writing and it's just sad like it's just like this is brutal this is just to make the movie move along and it's not even fucking hiding it from anybody it's stupid no, um fucking gross. and you can't make fun I, of oh good i'm just saying i like I really like Gyllenhaal. I do. I just feel like this this movie and this role is completely fucking underneath him, and he shouldn't have done it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't mean to interrupt you, Pete, but no. Uh, look, you have to be. I don't know. Maybe a real piece of shit to get a bad performance out of Gyllenhaal. Like even for oh, like smaller brutal. stuff. He's the best part of it, you know? Yeah. I, I, that's where I was tending on my Gyllenhaal fucking viewership. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, he, yeah. Like, oh, I will watch this just because he's in it. Like, because I feel like he's not going to sign on a movie that's going to be fucking horrendous. He's well, established. He's, um, yeah. as they say, no brother. No yeah. brother where art thou? He's bonafide. Yeah. Bonafide. Motherfucker is bonafide. Well, not no more. Not just- <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy needs money. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Alex, so. getting back to your like making fun of this movie, like watching yes, it that right. way, you can't because the the reason the one guy signs on to do the job is such a heavy, um, heavy thing. Like his daughter needs, right? His daughter needs surgery or something. He can't. Yeah, he can't pay the I hospital see. bills. Okay, so the insurance won't cover whatever. Yeah, it's not just fucking like I need money to fucking, you know, get away. It's like he, there's a heavy reason why this guy signs on to do this bank heist job. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So he really can't make fun of fucking. But but the Gyllenhaal character, like five, not even five minutes after you meet him, he's just like, "Hey, bro, got a job." 
Yin, let's do it. I called you here because I needed a driver. It's like you get nothing from this guy except that he's just like totally amped and he wants to do a job. This is like, okay, let's go. And those flashback scenes are horrendous. Oh, brutal. They show them as kids, Alex, like the two leads (laughs) in like just like just score and a real like bright (laughs) filter hanging out in a dirt lot. And they're hanging out in a car, get it? Because they're both in a car oh, and they're right. running an ambulance. Oh, oh, it's fucking terrible. It is so bad. Look, I mean, I there is uh, there is something to the fact of... <laughs> look, maybe Gyllenhaal wants to buy his like mama house or something like that. You know? <laughs> You know what I mean? I always he think about Spider-Man, that when, though. when when people when people like Gyllenhaal, like who are in fucking legitimate movies and you know Oscar nominated movies and he's an amazing actor and everything like that. When they do shit like this, and the majority of people are just like, "This is a fucking dog shit movie." I just yeah. think, well, maybe he wants to buy his mama house or something. Like that. And uh, but this doesn't sound like that no. is enough. It's like you also have a reputation. Yeah. People might not show up to your next movie because of shit Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, but Fast and, like I said, Fast and Furious fans, not that they have bad taste, but they're going to oh, like yeah. this movie. Pete, I, I immediately fucking called my dad, said, watch Ambulance. Immediately. <laughs> Dude, when you, were talking, when you were talking about like the flashback and all that stuff, I thought about the last Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. With fucking uh, the, the brothers, fucking yeah. Animal yeah. Kingdom, the yep. Animal Kingdom kid, he, he was in there. Right he on, was fucking John Cena as a little kid. I thought yep. that's that's immediately what I thought of. Yep, like, Gyllenhaal, don't go down that road. <laughs> I know it's bad, uh, man. It's bad. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Move on. Um. I I I don't know what to save for last year because I'm so excited about one of these things. Yeah, I'm so excited about both of these. Um, all right, let's do this one. First. I got three. Uh, le- I got three things. What? Okay, what's the third? What's your third thing? I got the unbearable weight of massive talent. I have that. Okay, I have um, the Batman. Oh, okay. Let's do that. Okay, I saw the Batman. Uh, on so H- Pete, yeah. hold on. Just to lead into this, <laughs> this was like a long running thing where it like Pete didn't have time to see it. He couldn't see it. He wouldn't see it. He would, and then I wanted him never to see it. I was <laughs> raising money for a campaign for Pete to never see the Batman. I wanted that to be a thing. How does that work? I just I don't know. I wanted it to happen. I wanted him to never see the Batman. <laughs> um. So you finally saw the Batman. Fine. Fine. That's fine. I'm okay with it. How did you like it? I finally saw it. HBO Max. Finally, you know, I saw it uh, in clarity. Not Dolby Atmos clarity, but clarity enough. It wasn't a cam. Um, I saw it in three parts. So the first part was a half an hour. Uh, the second part was an hour and a half. And then my wife goes... My wife? Uh, my wife goes... I don't want to watch this anymore. Left the room. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> she tapped out? Tapped out. Oh, my God. 
my even the for the first thirty minutes, all I'm hearing is <laughs> laughing like that. <laughs> oh my god! I'm like, can you stop no. your your don't taint don't taint please? Did she, did she taint it? Did she? No, no, it? no. She didn't taint. She didn't. I was able to keep my composure. But and, did you think at some point that oh no, we she, should have just watched this at like the whole thing? Not nope. No parts. No, I'll tell you okay. why. Because and then mm-hmm. the last the last part I did an hour after I stopped the hour and a half, so I finished it like in bed, and she sat through the last hour while. She oh, was she up. did. She did watch it. <clears throat> yeah, she All came I, as soon as she left the room. I stopped, and I'm like, I don't want to watch this without her, and we'll watch You're it scared? in bed. No, not that I was a scare, but like <laughs> I thought we were gonna maybe watch something else instead. <laughs> Right. Like, oh, I don't want to just sit here and watch another hour of the Batman when her and I can watch, you know, something right. else. Okay, okay. So then better we put it on in the last hour or whatever. But she just, like, could not stop giggling at scenes of, like, <laughs> you know, there's somebody in the shadows and you hear footsteps and Pattinson walks out in his Batman suit and she just fucking outright laughed <laughs> at it. <laughs> I don't know. She she was just like he's just fucking goofy as fuck walking out like so cheesy. Uh and I'm like, "Will you knock it off, please? I have to take this serious." <laughs> and and then the one-liners of like thumb drive. She's thumb like, "You got to be fucking kidding me." And URL, she lost her mind. Like she just hated all that bullshit. And I can't I can't Sorry. fucking like deny <laughs> that she's I can't I can't say that she's wrong. There's right. some cheese okay. here. Yep. Alex, are you gonna say something? I'm just gonna say real. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I love that <laughs> This is the biggest fucking movie moment for yeah. like Whatever, just encapsulate it however you want. Like this is right. a fucking big movie, yeah. huge. And all she's doing is laughing at it. <laughs> it's huge. It's huge for Pete, right? Like this is the Cloverfield director doing a Batman movie. Pete's been talking about it for eight weeks. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That outside of that, outside of that, it's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> but like, I, I get the Matt Reeves thing because that's that would hurt me too. So that's why I'm keeping it out of this right now. But it's just hilarious that oh this is the fucking. It could be the biggest movie of the year. Yeah, and it's just like Michelle doesn't give up. The, but uh. like, it it does really. And I don't want to go on. I, I, I don't want to fucking hijack the review or anything. <laughs> no, just, no, no. I, I just, for me, for me, this is, my, you know, like my own shit. I, oh. I just don't understand the constant fucking Batman shit or the constant whatever, whatever you want. Put the, uh, any other comic book hero in that. And it's the same. Like, there's not going to be anything fucking different. There's just not. That is probably the key point of this review right here. <laughs> You're not, Alex. You are fucking dead on for my review. Maybe not someone else's. There's nothing 
listen, there's some exciting stuff that happens. There is some cool scenes that happen. Um, but I'm not knocked off my seat going, holy shit, I've never seen that fucking before. I'm no. like, is this part fucking four of Nolan's Batman? Like, I just felt uh, like I, I just the felt answer like it could be yes or no for that. And honestly, it could be. I just right? felt like I've been oh, here. Canon wise, yeah. law, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's it's just the same shit. Like, I, I I totally understand where both of you are going here. I just felt like I've been here before. Yeah, just like all right, I've seen this. All right, there's a bad guy, politics, and Batman's got to fucking save the day. Like, I get it. And Alex, I'm with you. Like, how many fucking times have we got to see this shit? But I I'm putting all that aside for the review because of Matt Reeves and Pattinson and Farrell and uh, Dano and shit. And I just wanted to see this for what it was. And I had a good time with this. I did not feel the runtime. I don't know if it was because I did it in three parts, but I, I I liked it. I had a good, I had a good time. I loved Farrell. Um, Pattinson was okay. He, he wasn't fucking crazy. Like he looked more fucking emo and should have been Burton's Batman than Keaton was. Uh, like he looked more corpse bride than fucking anything to me with his fucking round circles, his raccoon eyes. Um, and the bat suit didn't do anything for me. I love the, the sound design of the Batmobile, but just that muscle car didn't fucking knock me off my socks. Like I love the 89 Batmobile. I love the fucking Batwing. His motorcycle was plain as shit. I didn't really care about that. Um, I don't know. It, it, it was cool to be it was kind of cool to be back in the Batman world, but I'm like, how many times are we going to fucking be here with like not a big change from the Nolan universe? Yeah. You, you said something really key just a couple minutes ago. You said, how many times do we have to see this? And I don't think that's what it's about. I think it's how many times do you want to see this? Yes. Yeah. Because yes, yes. Yeah. I love the Nolan Batman movies. I love this movie. Yeah. I, if you don't want to see it, don't go see it because I think I think the the top level has been reached here. It's just a matter of whether or not anyone making a new Batman movie is going to reach that level, and that and that's fine. Like we're, you're right, Pete. We're not going to see too many new things, right? Um, there's not there's only so many ways that Batman can be presented to us. This is not very different than the Nolan thing. So that's it. It's just like. If yeah. you want to see it, go see it. I'll, I'll, I'll keep going seeing it. I don't understand it fully. Like I just don't get why there's an there's another Joker. Like th- that whole aspect it confuses me with the DC universe. I just I, I don't understand the grip they have on their own characters. Like yeah. it just doesn't make any sense to me. There's fucking three Batman's going on literally this year. I think I think Ben Affleck shows up in the Flash movie. I think um, Keaton fuck. Right? Keaton shows up in the Flash movie, and this oh, Batman wow. exists. There's three fucking Batmans existing right now, uh, but that aren't connected to each other. Yeah, it's just it's just weird. It's just a weird hold on their franchise that they have as a whole. Yeah, listen, I love Reeves. I I I, I like being in this world. I, I, I'll probably watch this more than I don't really like Dark Knight Rises. 
So yeah, I wa- I've already watched this like twice. I've already watched this twice. Yeah, it's, I guess, it's, it's a fun watch. Yeah, I watch. think I'll watch this probably before I watch Batman Begins or fucking Dark Knight Rises. It's like it's like rewatching Seven, right? You get the clues and everything ahead of the time. Mm. Yeah, right? like, yeah. Marno, did you see this? I haven't seen it yet. No. Okay, so that that's what it feels like. It's more of a mystery movie than like a th- mystery thriller than it is a superhero movie. I have yeah. it planned out this week. I'm going to watch it Tuesday, Wednesday, and, <laughs> 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 uh, I, and I uh, about the Riddler. Like I like I like the Riddler. The only th- like we get one. We're in the room with him as the Riddler like one time. Yeah. The rest were on Facetime with him, and I wasn't. Like threatened, I didn't feel threatened enough. I wanted yeah, to I be in the room with him and the victim. Yep, I totally mm-hmm. get that. Mm-hmm. And be alone with just the two of them instead of being on the FaceTime call with a fucking cop or a Batman, where I'm just like, all right, I don't, I don't care. But again, but again, this is this is comparisons to Seven. How how how, how much time do we spend with uh, John Doe? Not we true. didn't. We spend more time with the Riddler than we'd spend John Doe in seven. That's right? true. Good point. 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 It's all about who did it and why they did it. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. Right. But mind you, this this isn't close to seven. I'm not. But the thing is, we knew who we know the who the Riddler is and who he is. Where we didn't even know Kevin Spacey was until like very the end true. of the movie. Very true. When you know who the killer is, immediately you want to see the killer doing shit. Right? Yeah, he doesn't have to be like Paul Dano. He could be the villain. Right. Right. Sorry, Alex. And then why bring those same characters back all the time if you know, if the audience knows mm-hmm. that what they're going to get? Yeah. This is so that, that that's the thing for me as a I I I'm going to take my point from just a regular fucking movie fan and go yeah. like why if I already know from something I saw before that I know that this person is the villain or that right this is the villain and yeah. I already know that they're going to be part of this mm-hmm. um it takes away the suspense yep. it takes away the intensity and the drama and all that it just it it in that way, like it's so repetitive to me, yeah. Um, that it just it, it doesn't make me want to watch those movies because of that, you know. But I, I will say on, on on the other side that Batman is a a, a separate entity um, in one aspect because look, Jack Valley, huge fan, huge yeah. Batman guy, yeah. So like I can see him wanting to see different iterations of the character mm-hmm. um especially if they pull from uh Source the killing joke or like they're pulling from like a, a dirf, different stories I, I i totally get that but um you eventually know like where this is gonna fucking end up so like the suspense for me is gone so like no law, is when, that law when you say um well i don't really want to watch better call saul or like the suspense for me is gone from Better Call Saul because yeah. I know that he lives by the end of Breaking Bad. Right. Kind of the way I feel about some of these movies, you know? Like so it doesn't like you're just saying um 
like I was I was going with you there for a while because of the villain thing, and I had a mm-hmm. like a I, I had a I have a fucking concept that I want to bring up to you guys. But you're sure. you just saying just because it's a superhero, you know they're gonna live. No, and I, which I'm, I totally saying, understand. No, no, I'm saying from the Batman specific aspect is that they are always gonna fucking reintroduce this character, right. so it doesn't matter. So even if he does die, and it's super dramatic, yeah. and it's awful, and you're as a viewer, you're in, emotionally impacted by that, right? They're still gonna reintroduce it, so right. like yeah, that's yeah. gone. Yeah. Uh, look, I mean, uh. When Walter White fucking does, the spoiler alert, at the, at the end of fucking Breaking Bad, you know, Baby Blue is fucking playing. And right. you're seeing fucking Walter White dead. That's right. it. That's it, man. That That's that's it. When you see fucking Omar die, that's it. He's yep. not coming back. You know, like, I appreciate that more. And I understand, like, I have a bias to to that kind of shit, but... I just I, – I really don't understand. There's no danger for me as a viewer. Right. There's, there's no danger. I know everything is going to work out right. for the hero. Yeah. I, I mean there's no denying what you're saying. What I was going to say earlier when you, you were pressing – Pete just pissed in another bottle. Um, <laughs> when we're talking about – we're talking about villains. Mind yeah. your business. Do you think – any of these superheroes, and now specifically, I'm going on Batman and Spider Man because it's, okay. I feel like yes. they're the most we get, sure. um, you know, reamped. We've got three different Spider Mans in the last fucking twenty years. We've got four different Batmans in the last twenty years. Right? Do you feel that either one of these or another superhero are prime for a movie original villain? Do you think they can survive that? Do you think at any point they move past the Riddler's, Joker, Joker's fucking Green Goblin's fucking anything? Like they come up with, they start making original content through their 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 theatrical divisions, like their movie division. Do you think that works for these characters? Personally, for me, as somebody yeah. who's not part of that community, I yeah. fucking love it. It would be and... cool, right? I would fucking love that, dude. I that would be my fucking shit right there because we are get, the, the floor is is ripped out from underneath those fucking heroes. It and is. we don't know what's going to happen. And like I fucking love that. The the end. So there's a there's a scene at the end, and I don't I, I don't know if it's been spoiled for you or whatever, but there's a yeah. there's a there's a villain cameo at the end of the Batman. Okay, it's oh, like God a damn it, he's just fucking spoiled it for me. <laughs> right, there's like a right after the uh, uh, initial credits. Anyways, mm-hmm. TJ, TJ, and I were talking about like we wish it wasn't the person that shows up. We wish it wasn't that person. And there's a whole bunch of names that we're throwing out there. And I just as I'm having this conversation, I'm just like, why does it have to be one of these people? We've seen sure. all these people that we're saying all these people. Have been in a Batman movie. Why can't it fucking be someone else? Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. Not specifically for this moment because it's like a, you know, it's a stinger. You want people to come back, so let's use a mm. character that you know, whatever. But why can't we get a fucking new villain for Batman? Make up a villain. You work in fucking Hollywood. 
Yeah. Think of a fucking villain. It's not that hard. Why do we have to keep redoing all the same villains in the and these reiterations of these fucking characters? Yes, absolutely. It's, I'm just I'm thinking sad. about I'm thinking about that during the uh um through the eyes of the lenses of a comic book reader where they go Yeah, and I'm trying to do that too, yeah. But I'm thinking like, oh, they're like, why would they make this up? We have f- 500 villains they could have picked from that we love from the books. You know, that you may get that argument with that. It is a good point because for every every villain that, that they've used on screen, there's probably four or five that they haven't. But there's a reason they haven't is because those characters are just not that interesting. So why bring a non-interesting character to the screen when you have the fucking power, the brains of all these fucking writers that can come up with an amazing villain Yeah, just out of nowhere to go against this character that you've established in many, many movies in Hollywood and just and have him be the fucking villain. And then you know what? You're still going to make money off it if you're Marvel or Disney or whatever because he's going to fucking show up in the comics and that's going to be your moneymaker. It works both ways here. And you know why it that does. works? Because I don't know any of the villains that were in any of the Marvel universe because I never read any of the comics. Right. Besides the Spider, right. besides the Spider-Man uh, villains from like the so it doesn't, stuff. it doesn't even matter to you, right? Like it doesn't. No, I don't never fucking heard yeah, of Thanos. You know, right. mm-hmm. I don't know who Thanos is. I don't have a history with him, so he's a brand new character for me. Right. So that right. worked for me. So this that 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 theory works for you, where it's like anyway. Like, we, yeah. we might get there. We might get to this part. Like, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we might. At some point, we might get here because I don't know how many fucking villains Spider-Man has left. He just he's fighting his old fucking villains from his old movies for fuck's sake. Like how many, <laughs> like, how many fucking versions of the same villain can we get with this character? <sighs> anyway, um, no, you're right, but I, I I I didn't want the Batman to be a negative review. It's a seven for me. Like I had a good time. I like being right. in the world. I thought all, mm-hmm. all the acting was great. Looked great. Sound design was great. Directing was great. It just so familiar this world it, it didn't knock me off my socks i wasn't like oh my god this is a fucking new take on batman <laughs> I, I i don't i didn't i didn't feel that way and it sucked that i didn't feel that way but i still had a good time because it was a good movie so it's a seven nice i I'm can't remember it a, what it, I, i'll give it a six <laughs> i'm gonna give it a six right now i am i am possibly totally an eight that. possibly I, an eight i'm yeah. totally behind that rating it was fucking amazing all right, listen. We have a couple. Uh, <laughs> we have a couple reviews here. Um, I want to do this one next. Yeah. And Marno, I'm gonna set this up for you, and you're gonna get. Oh, you this. son of a bitch! There's a twist in this fucking review that you do not see coming. Oh. All right. Uh. White hot: the rise and fall of Abercrombie and Fitch. Pete, can you uh, can you describe? the uh, synopsis for this movie? Yeah, let me just uh, go on uh, IMDb right now. There it mm-hmm. is. I see it. I'm clicking on that shit. Uh, so mm-hmm. this is uh, Abercrombie & Fitch conquered malls in the late 90s and early 2000s with gorgeous models, pulsing dance beats, and a fierce scent. But their all-American image shattered as exclusion, exclusionary marketing and hiring practices came to light. Alright. So I'm watching this movie. I, Abercrombie and Fitch is not a big 
thing to me. Uh, I, I do, you know, I do a lot of shopping in the States, but I think I only saw this store a couple times. I mean, I was, it, I'm much older than its crowd. Moreno, did you shop here? Do you know of this store? You know, I'm a straight male, so I've never shopped at that store. You've never shopped? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just joking. I, I, I've never, I, I, I just haven't. Okay, I, I I do remember going there one time. We're at Southland Mall in Taylor, Michigan, and I was like, "Wow!" Like, like they had like a, um, I don't know, like a fucking discount rack, right? And like yeah. I'm like a fucking, sh- just fucking cargo shorts and fucking yeah, shirt. You're a discount I'm rack. Like, I'm like, I get some fucking, I get a shirt for seven bucks. I'm like, this has made my day, right? Like, this is my fuck. Oh fuck, 100%. this fucking absolutely fucking made my day. I loved absolutely. it. I remember going back in a month and the store is gone. I was like, what the fuck happened to this store? I don't understand. Well, this documentary <laughs> helped me. <laughs> I told you why. What happened to this store? Because uh, I was amazed by the um, just the absolute audacity of the guy that started this company and his um, just his hiring process of... White hot fucking people. White hot. It's called white hot. Uh, white hot people up front in the stores. The modeling. Um, the fucking uh, the 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 advertising is all like a absolute brand that he had on his mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is on record as to what uh, what he wanted to put forth into the public. Mike Jeffries. Wanted- Mike Jeffries is. Mike Jeffries, he wanted the cool kids. He didn't want the fucking people looking at the cool kids. He wanted that crowd, and that was all. Okay, Marano, this is all. I'm watching this this movie, and I'm just like, oh, this is fucking. I hate these fucking people. I hate everyone that works here. I hate. I hate just. It's just, it's just a nightmare. It's just absolutely fucking unbelievable. Now. Pete recommended this to me. Like, he came oh. up and he said, I'm going to watch this. You should okay. watch this. I'm like, okay, I'm watching this. So I'm watching this. I'm like, I know Pete's younger than me. So I'm like, maybe this matters a lot more to Pete. Like, maybe uh, he shopped there a lot. I don't understand why. Like, I feel like there's a reason he recommended to me this movie. So I'm watching the movie kind of like that under my thumb. Mm, sure. So I watched the film. A day later... I get a text from Pete, and this text is just a screenshot from his resume. And his resume tells me that he worked for Abercrombie and Finch (laughs) in the exact fucking timeline of this fucking film. And I could not have been even... Any more static oh, than I was. My God! <laughs> now it's that, don't spoil the fucking movie for me, Law. Okay. But is Pete a talking headed? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! He, I feel like he could be. I totally could have been. been. You might as well be, right? I could have been. I know a lot. <laughs> Pete, I was blurred. I was blurred out with a sass voice. (laughs) (laughs) Eric Crombie and Pete over here. Pete, 
There's very few times I've been this happy after watching a film. When you texted me that you worked for this godforsaken company, I I couldn't believe it. Yeah. You yeah, watched this movie with a different eye than I did, Pete. I want I want any sort of inside story. I want to know why you're a racist asshole. I want to know what happened in your hiring process and departure from Abercrombie. What does anything that you experience relate to this film? Yeah. And also, well, why yeah. did you have your shirt off the whole time while you were doing all these things? <laughs> I was definitely not one of the workers that had their shirt off standing in front. No, no, no. Not at all. Okay. Uh, right. I, I definitely walked in uh, with a friend of mine who was you know, obviously probably better looking than me. And uh, they hired us or you know, recruited the two of us. And we mm-hmm. were just like – uh, in college, and we needed a gig for the summer, so we started working at Abercrombie. My friend, obviously, better looking than me, so he was in like room one or a greeter, which is like the better looking people. I was fucking room three, deep back, or I was like on register. Um, but you're still up front. Hey, look, Pete, that yeah. does not mean you are not valid. <laughs> you are a very valid person. I don't need. That does not mean I don't. You bad person you are a very valid person and you matter his name was robert paulson his name was robert paulson his name was robert paulson um i don't remember what was on my resume but i think i worked there for over a year um but where where i worked Uh, was a city five years five years five years it says 90 98 to 2003 and that's Abercrombie? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I could, okay. I could fill in the blanks there. So <laughs> I worked at the one store in the mall in Wayne, and it was a very, like, melting pot. It wasn't just straight, white, blonde hair, blue-eyed people. I mean, there was, like, it was a mixed-race uh, okay. store. So I didn't see a lot of <clears throat> um, segregation. Uh, um, but but – but I'm going like to get racist stuff like overtly like fucking. I didn't see it. Discriminatory shit. Correct. I didn't see it firsthand because I was gotcha. lo- low you're, totem pole. Um, you're saying but you're saying in your store there was there's people of color up front in the store. Yes. Huh. The, the store mm-hmm. I was in. So I didn't see um, crazy racism and um discrimination. I wasn't Did, part of the uh, recruiting at that because I was. You know, just a, you know, uh, just a rep. You know, just a fucking. Yeah, you, you didn't see that until you started, right? I didn't see that until I became uh, a manager later on down the road. Oh, gotcha. Oh shit! Did uh, fuckface ever show up at your store? I have met yeah. Mike Jeffries. Yes, I have. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Are you shitting me? Not at all. I've met him multiple oh, times. Oh my god! Where did he touch you? Tell us <laughs> where he touched you. Belong your fucking goddamn you. So that was like years later. So on that resume shot I sent you, I was a manager at Hollister, which was like their surfing brand store. Right. So that was a different mall, and that store was the number one Hollister money making store. So he would come often to that store because it was like the number one profitable and this is in jersey this was in jersey 
why was that the number one star? It's weird. It's very weird. So that's where I saw, you know, Abercrombie, I worked there and then I I didn't want to be on the floor anymore. So then I did stock room. So that was like putting on the sensors and all the clothes and uh, dealing with the stock room. And then me and my buddy and a couple other people, we opened up the first Abercrombie kids in that mall. And then I worked oh. the stock room back there. So my friend was the manager, but he, you know, he's not a racist, so I didn't see any of that shit there. And then when I went to Hollister as manager, and there's like four managers there. And then uh, then you start seeing a little bit more because when you're working with other managers and at that position, you start putting the kids in different rooms and who goes in front and who goes in the back. Like you're you're placing them. So there's, you know, some managers that would put a good looking person up front that like didn't right. know how to fold or make the room look neat where I was like, I need this person up front because the customers are walking in and they need to see this fucking clean. I don't care who the hell's up front, good looking or not, like this person needs to be there. And then there's days where they're like, you know, those blitzes where Mike Jeffries is coming and then they yeah. rearrange the whole store with mm-hmm. kids from good looking in the front to, to you know, not good looking in the back. And I'm like, this is not how, and everyone's nervous as shit. And I'm like, you guys, why are you guys so fucking nervous? Like if you're doing your job, you got fucking nothing to be worried about of this fucking guy. I don't care who this fucking guy is. I'm doing my goddamn job, you know, right. but they were so fucking nervous about this guy. And, you know, he just fucking walks around the store, marches up and down the store and everyone's fucking scared of shit. And it's just, well, like, I can't just, imagine how interesting this documentary was for you. Was it like mind blowing? Like, were you so into this? I was, I knew, I knew one of the interviews. Well, so that one paper interview or that uh, of him saying, like, we don't want, you know, fat people in our clothes. Right. You yeah. know, because they didn't have XXL shirts. They didn't uh, have. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so that was I was like blinded to that while I was working there. I was, you know, I didn't ever because re- that's not my size. So I'm not looking for. Right. XXL. I'm just like, all right. Oh, they have a medium. Cool. That's cool. They have my, they have my size. Great. Um, but it's when customer, you know, then customers would come in or the manager would come in to complain and be like, uh, my daughter, do you have any XLs? My daughter can't fit in any of your clothes. I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. We don't, we don't fucking carry XLs here. (laughs) And I, so I, then I got into recruiting too. So, that's where so, I saw other things too. All right. So, so did you make some bad recruiting. Yeah. Let's talk mm-hmm. about your recruiting. So recruiting, we would have to go to the local colleges, which they say in the documentary, you go to the local colleges and you just fucking walk some around campus. Shit right here. Right? <laughs> so Scientology. But go ahead. But go ahead. <laughs> and then you'd go around. Go ahead and, and recruit. Go ahead. So two managers would go to colleges together and then you walk around and then you you gauge the thetans yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. you go the up to people levels, and see if they want to work for the company i didn't you just, look uh, but you i check think, out butt cheeks hey look at those butt cheeks you're hired look, it? if that was a fucking criteria i'd be a fucking manager in that place <laughs> Give me a job there, Pete. Come on. So, 
I didn't. I hated. I fucking hated recruiting because I just. No. I did not feel right. Like I knew it was wrong working there. And I'm like, then I just pulled myself out. I'm like, I'm not going. I'm not going to the did, colleges. Uh, I'm just raising my hand right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See <laughs> Alex. Yes, <laughs> Mr. Ansir. What's oh, up? Oh, thank you, thank you. Pete. Mm-hmm. Um, now, did when you were recruiting? Yeah. Did you do the thing where you took a sharpie and you just marked the problem? <laughs> I'm just asking. I've never been in a play of Eric Comby and Fitch, so I'm just asking. No, no, never. But that is done with their eyeballs, I believe. Some of the managers understood are, are okay. making the edges with their eyes. But I like doing the hires of people that came in looking for a job because I'm like. I don't want to recruit for people that like didn't didn't go in and apply. I like the people oh, that came in. Like they were made. They were made to go there because of how they looked. Is that what you mean? No, not at all. Like because you have to sit with them and interview with them, and then I just picked the ones that I knew would be fucking workhorses. Oh. Uh, you know, and clean the store and fold and not be there because they're like, you know. Good looking. I didn't care who it was. I just needed someone right. to make the store look good. That's what I was there for. Yeah. But you de- you definitely see it, man. I would get into fights with managers all the time. I'm like, I don't care how good looking she is. She can't fucking fold or greet customers. She's going in the goddamn she back of the room. <laughs> <laughs> she can't space hangers. She's terrible. You know? I- one of the greatest moments of my podcasting career, I'll be honest with you, after watching this and getting that text from you, <laughs> I was just like, oh my fucking God, Pete you was a line. one of these You got a yeah. line there. Pete was one of these people. Yeah. Oh my God. That was amazing. I mean, I there, there's a lot more in this documentary that I did not see, obviously, with the photographer filming the, you know, the catalog. Yeah, yeah, that's... Touchy feely guy, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously there were stores that were fucking way worse than the ones that I were in, but I definitely saw hints of it. Um, you know, I never turned anyone away or went up to uh, someone else instead of you know their friend. You know, I never fucking made anyone feel bad. Uh, and yeah, I met Mike Jeffries. Fucking cocksucker. Literally? <laughs> I guess. I guess. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, this 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 was a seven on ten for me. What? Like, I need yeah, your review. This like, is seven is too, man. Because it All was right. it was fun. It was fun reliving, uh, like the times, like showing the the store and stuff like that. Like, because I don't think the stores look like that anymore. So it was just like a little flashback in time, you know, without yeah. the rapiness. Jesus. <laughs> this is an A for me. Just to get the inside track. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. This is an eight on ten for me. Yeah, fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. And, and like That's amazing, Pete. Yeah, it was a it, you know, it was a fun time while working there because you're just working with your friends. It was just like a summer job that turned into into management. Well, I quit Abercrombie and then I quit Abercrombie and Fitch and then I was focusing on music and that wasn't going so well. And then I walked into Hollister, and then I got recruited to be manager. That's how that. That's how I got. That's how I got that job. I was walking around with my abs out. You know. Yeah. 
Fuck yeah, he was. <laughs> Fuck yeah, he was. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. I was in no hat, shit. <laughs> Moreno, hat on backwards, abs out. Visor, visor backwards. Wait, like... The Hollister resume right there. <laughs> Resume is absolutely right there, and, and just had the 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 pants just a little bit low from that hip bone. Yeah, no. oh, <laughs> shut up! I was doing. Holy fuck! And then I hated it, and then I hated working there because I would have to go in at like midnight and stay till like seven in the morning and fold shirts. Oh, oh that that's not. That's not key staff production times. No, you were pushed to the back, Peter. Yeah, you know, you know, well, you know. Shit. could have been wanna... different. You know, if you had the bench cast to listen to the whole time, you might yeah, you been, could be still here. Yeah. You know, you yeah, you're right. Mike Jeffries. Mike Jeffries, <laughs> like a son of a bitch. You're fucking, <laughs> fucking Mike. Meanwhile, the whole the whole documentary, eh? Mike Jeffries. Was not available for comment. Yeah, <laughs> like, I wasn't. Of course he wasn't. Course he, wasn't. he was grabbing <laughs> dick the whole time this was airing. Yeah, he was. Right. Right, okay, bye. let's do it. One, one more. Uh, does this count as Nick Cage roundup? Should we play that? Yeah, play fuck it. it. Why not? What are you doing? Massive <laughs> talent. Uh, oh, I don't want to hear this. I, I, I might have to tap out. Why? What do you mean? Wait, hold up. I want it. I I want to watch it. Okay. Well, well we, okay. Can we, can we open up? If you have, do, you have any questions? What about if we do a no spoiler? We just do Absolutely. a straight up review. Yeah, I want you guys. No, 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 no. I want you guys to talk about it naturally. I but, want you guys to talk about it as much as you want to. I've asked my questions to Chat C. Oh, you already did. Okay, he right, already uh, talked about it. So. I want you guys to have an unfiltered, non-Mexican <laughs> introduced uh, conversation about that. All right. All right. I, I basically, uh, yeah, that's uh, what I want. All right. All right. So all right. Uh, you guys do your thing. Love you guys. Love everybody listening to the Benchcast. Uh, 708 <laughs> Well, hey, we'll, all right, we'll see him in like <laughs> 10 minutes. He'll be back. We'll see you guys in a couple minutes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. uh, later. later. All right. All right. Uh, the unbearable. What is this? Co- I can't even The unbearable weight of weight. massive talent. Of massive talent. All right. Uh, yeah, this is my own little. Uh, I know you did Nick Cage roundup with Ammon the last couple weeks. I was jealous. So yeah. I wanted to bring this Nick Cage roundup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very excited about this. You went to the theater? Yeah? I did. I It, it was this. It was... Uh, I could have seen everything and everything all at once. Everything. Yeah. I could have fucking seen uh, The Northman. Uh, and you've chosen it. Like, specifically, without me watching this, would you have still chosen this? This was the pick. This was it? This was the pick. I'm like, I want to support... Nick Cage. I'm going to the theater for this. Pete, if I was presented with all those films you just told me, yeah, this is the pick. I'm going <laughs> to see this fucking movie because this trailer, goddamn, this trailer was fucking incredible. Yes, yes. I loved this trailer. I wanted it. I, I, I 
sculpted a movie in my brain after yeah. seeing this trailer. Kind of nervous though, where you're going with this pick. Okay, yeah, keep going, keep going. Of what I wanted this film to be because yeah. of the little that little three minute trailer. I was like, oh my god, this this has the potential to be fucking incredible. Yeah. Um. So that's why I would have picked it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. 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 Um. Synopsis is. Uh, in this action-packed comedy, Nicolas Cage plays Nick Cage, channeling his iconic characters as he's caught between a superfan and a CIA agent. So, uh, superfan is uh, Mando, mm-hmm. and CIA agent is uh, Tiffany Haddish, who is... Uh, Beat the shit out of you on a plane. <laughs> was that this show or Full Binge? I think I it was this one. All right. So, okay. I think. Oh, now you're fucking me up. The aforementioned, the aforementioned Tiffany Haddish. I think. Yeah. I she might be brought up later. Whatever, people. Yeah. Um, you know what? Tiffany Haddish, pretty toned down in this movie, though. Not as... Uh, and I, I've said this more about her than I haven't in recent shit. Uh, there was this. There was that... Um, the after fucking, party. The after party, which, you know, she's still a little bit, you know, eccentric. But what was the other movie with um, fucking Moon Knight? The the poker movie. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I think that might be my favorite movie of hers. I got to see that movie. She's very, very toned down. I'm very toned down in this, right? Like, I mean, there's moments here. There's there's after party moments in this movie, right? Where like you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Nick yeah, Cage, yeah, this movie ca- calls for something like that. Yeah. Card counter, the card counter, card counter. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um. All right. All right. All right. Give all your right. thoughts. Okay. Uh, um. You know. I definitely want, like you said, that three-minute trailer. I definitely wanted that just, like, fleshed out and into the hour and 47 minutes that it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I was nervous because I'm like, oh, is this going to be, like, Cage's... Sorry. I'm sorry. There's nothing <laughs> I can do. I just... It was... That was the unbearable weight of acid down. <laughs> Sorry. You weren't supposed to hear that. No, you're right. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I some... Stop my goddamn oh, review. You have ass of power. That was amazing. That was a incredible pun. That was top notch pun. <laughs> Alright, fuck. Sorry. All right. Go ahead. My fault. Like, this could have went. this could have went horribly wrong this movie mm. um, yes. I guess that's a spoiler for my review uh, this could have been like Nicolas Cage's last straw in the in the industry um, oh. well that's yeah. kind of like what this movie is kind of about is he kind of yeah. wants to right. uh, quit acting he wants to make amends with his daughter because he he has not spent uh, quality time with her as much as she wants um, him to be he wants he wants he wants her to she wants him to be there for him as just like a father daughter but he's this you know uh famous hollywood actor and neil patrick harris comes to him with a million dollar offer just to show up to this uh uh birthday party uh pedro pascal's party and pedro pascal's a uber fan nicholas cage has to just go there and deal with this guy and then shenanigans ensue and the fbi gets involved or cia gets involved 
Um, Nicholas Cage is the he's kind of more str- straight guy in this than I thought he was going to be. Um, go ahead. I, is that do you think that's just because he's playing it? so real like he's just playing it as he actually would if he was called to a birthday party on a fucking island you know what i mean like and i dug that because it wasn't it wasn't an over-the-top like you know uh bad lieutenant performance or anything like that like he was just he was nick cage here playing nick cage like in yep. this, in the situations he was in, he was playing himself kind of perfectly, um, and I think what how that pays off is Pedro Pascal's performance of how goofy and flirty eye and funny <laughs> this. I mean, if I don't know who else could have played the super fan Pedro Pascal, but he. Oh, he's really good. So fucking funny in this movie that the two of them, Cage being the dry one and Pedro being the uh, eccentric one, worked so well for me. Um, I, to be honest, I'm just gonna come out here. I fucking, I fucking had a fucking great time with this movie. Um, Peter, I fucking love this movie. (laughs) I love it a lot. And we're forgetting the fact that, and I totally agree with what you're saying. I totally agree. I like. I love that Nick is playing a little bit straight, and fucking Mando comes in, and he's like, he brings. It's almost like he's trying to bring the eccentric Nicholas Cage out, right? And I kind of love that. But we're we're skipping over a huge part here, and then and this is where I'm glad Marana left. Okay. The fucking old Nick Cage that Nicholas Cage talks to. This is my motherfucker in the movie. Yes. Now this is the one that is over the top, yells. I mean, and the fact that they can insert this guy, and this is exactly what you're saying. He's not over the top, Cage. What? Blah 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 blah. But he is because you have this third character come in, or the sorry, second character, I guess, and he's just. Over the top, he's screaming Nick Cage. By the way, you have to get the Nick Cage yelling part for Nick Cage Rana, but any Oh, you're right. That is that's amazing. Fucking incredible. Yeah. I love this aspect. I love this aspect because it's literally what you're talking about. What you're talking about going into this movie, you you're thinking about and not I'm not just centering you out. I'm saying anybody watching this movie going into it, it's like, oh, this is gonna be crazy, Nick Cage. It is. But also, it's Nicolas Cage dealing with crazy Nick Cage as everyone else should be. Yes. It's fucking brilliant. It's a brilliant aspect of this fucking man. Not just the character in the movie. Just this man. I fucking love this movie, Pete. I love this movie. One of my favorites of the year by far. Me too. I was laughing Way more than I thought I was going to be. I had a smile on my face pretty much the whole time. Uh, I went with my wife and she – her thing is like she never wants to like watch anything twice or she needs like years apart. We walked out of there. We were walking to the car and she goes, I kind of want to watch that again. Oh, that's awesome. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? (laughs) She's like, I want to watch this again. She had the fucking greatest time in this movie. Oh, it's fucking awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. 
A lot I, of fun, I, I, man. So much fun. It just, you know, and there's always, there's a hint of them going too far, but it's always just kind of fucking brought back to reality and it just feels right. And it's all due to Nicolas Cage for me. I just think he's fucking fantastic in this movie. Whether he's on acid or, you know, going through a room full of his own fucking uh, paraphernalia. Like, he's just, he's so fucking great in this movie. Um, I love it. I just love it. I love everything about this movie. Is fucking yeah. And Pedro's great in that scene where they're walking through the museum because oh, and he's just naming the movies. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that's so. That you're so right. Nicholas Cage walked by and he just he points at something and then fucking and then the fucking Vandal's just like oh, fucking, uh, fucking uh, yeah. He's like oh, oh the, he's like he's like oh uh, Nick Cage. He sees the the orbs, the balls from <laughs> the rock. He's like oh, nice nice thing you did there with the orbs. And Pedro goes, I was like oh, the rock. That's from the rock. Like <laughs> it's like the Cage doesn't even recognize what it's from <laughs> I love that scene so much oh it's great like I, I could have been in that room for like another 15 minutes with yeah oh, fuck it's so much fun man I oh, had such great. a great time it was paced well um mm-hmm. the only downside here uh oh I just don't like Ike Barinholtz I think he he's- didn't bother me at all I knew this was gonna be a thing with you I did. I knew you were going to fucking, because of the whole, uh, the TV show. What's the TV show he was just in with Tiffany Haddish? After Party. After Party. I knew this was going to be a thing with you. I really don't think he's a problem here at all. Like, why do you let these people pee? Peter, I'm being honest with you, Ray. I'm going to tell you. Uh, but let me ask a question first. <laughs> <laughs> you can't yell at me about the question before let me I ask answer. it. Why do you let these characters bother you before their performance because I feel like I can tell this performance is nothing. I know, but let me tell you, I've seen this guy in a few things. I think he's in one of the fucking neighbors Two after party. Yeah. It's his humor. It's his fucking one liners that do not land at all for me. Okay. I cannot stand his humor. I think it's terrible. I think he thinks he's funnier than he is, and it's annoying, and I don't know why he's being cast. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, but what is it in this movie that bothers you? The same. It's the same thing. It's the fucking Baron Holtz one-liner formula that is so annoying. Stop casting this guy. He's the same fucking person in every goddamn movie. He could have been the fucking after party guy here. I mean, could, sure. But so could Tiffany Hanish. Like, why aren't you mad at her? Because she doesn't bother me. Okay. Well, it's, it's all it comes down to is kind of a precursor. I get it. Anyway. He just doesn't bother me. He just doesn't bother me. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad he was not fucking in it more than two minutes anyway. Thank God. Does not impact the story at Does all. Does not impact my rating at all. So right. there's that. Uh, man, this director, I feel like. Could have shit the bit. I mean, this is a fucking undertaking of a movie. This is there is yeah some twists and turns. Not twist like not. I don't know. Twists no, and turns I'm just talking about making a movie about an. Yeah, the, it, it's it's entangled. It's ballsy. It is yeah. ballsy to make this movie, and the fact that Cage signed on to do it, man, is a testament to fucking. 
I guess reading that script, trusting the director, and going, yeah, I think this is, I think this will work. I mean, this and this is-, is this is very time sensitive too, right? When it comes to Nick Cage, this is a time sensitive movie. Do you not think this is the perfect time for him? Oh yeah, I think he needed something like this because of all the trash he's been putting out just to pay and the that, bills. I mean, but even for the character within the movie. Oh, like it oh, makes yeah, sense, yeah, yeah. right? Oh, it totally makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my god. This is fantastic. There's layers here. There's layers upon layers here and I I I fucking love this movie. I love Nicolas Cage in this movie. He's so fucking great. Yeah, I think he's acting his ass off too in this movie. Right. He's playing himself, but he's fucking incredible. The dramatic scenes he's killing. Ugh. I honestly thought though there was you tell me what you think about this. So the last few lines of the movie, he asked the daughter like what she wants to watch. Yeah. I kind of thought she was going to pick one of his movies. Yeah, I, yeah, obviously it's just a throwback joke, right? From what she did pick, I mean. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just a throwback. Yeah, but I, I understand what you're saying. That would have, uh, yeah, that would have been cool. I don't I know. know. I just was like, oh, what is she going to pick? What is she going to pick? And then it's yeah. just that, and you're like, oh. Anyway. <laughs> a bad lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. Or like maybe something that she's seen before. I don't know. I was just trying to think of like, what could she have seen where she didn't even realize like he was Oh, in that he it. was in it? That he was in it, but she loved that movie, and that kind of would have brought them even tighter together. That she fucking well, loved but, something he's done. Wasn't he in uh, like Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Was he in that? Oh, he might have been. Like, Whatever. Like, I know what you're saying. Like Peggy Sue saying. got married, or. Um... Yeah, even, even raising the, Arizona, but I guess you know your fucking dad's in every whatever he's in. But I don't know. I, I just thought a different, but maybe that would have been too heavy handed if she was like um, he National is, he Treasure is in too. He's in Fast Times at Richmond. Oh, uh, okay. As yeah. Nicholas Coppola. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Yeah, we had a Coppola fucking filled week. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, dude, I totally recommend. I mean, this is like got bingers written all over it, this movie. Oh, fuck yeah. People, you if you haven't seen this, see this. It's fucking, it's so much fun. This was, uh, this is by far my favorite movie I saw this week. Yeah, and go support Nick Cage in the theater. I think he uh, get these couple, couple of our bills. And I want to see more shit. Now I want to see like more Nick Cage movies. Like, But I want to see good Nick Cage movies. I want to see Nick Cage playing Nick Cage movies. I want to see seven sequels to this. Seven. Oh God. Would there really be any other actors that you'd want to see? Do this? You guys were talking about this. That's right. Uh, I think Ammon brought up Bruce yeah. Willis or something. Right? <clears throat> yeah, that was a really good answer. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. Um, I mean, you can't do anyone really modern without it coming off as an ego. Like, you can't do The Rock or Chris Pratt or, like, Chris Evans or Robert Downey. Like, you can't do those people without it feeling egotistical and look at me, right? Yeah, yeah. So it'd be a specific type of actor. Um, you guys kept brushing off the Arnold answer. Um, I don't know if it works. Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't work as often as Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is a fucking really great answer, but obviously that's not going to work anymore because he's he's no longer working. Um, 
But who else we got in I that kind of fucking pocket? I thought of someone after I watched this. I don't I don't think he would do it, but I think he could pull it off. Um and and you kind of make the same movie because he does get into like CIA agent stuff where I'm like if Tom Cruise was in this and he's, he's got a he's what'd you say? He's too big. He's too I big. know, but if he has to like the, the CIA wants to um get him undercover and they're like you fucking mission impossible he's like but he's like i'm fucking just an actor and he's got to fucking almost kind of do like the same like drop down in the vault type thing and he's just fucking is terrible <laughs> i know but it, he's too big to lower like okay this is a really weird pocket here yeah but he's got old, age, old movies too yeah I see exactly he's so well known he has so many movies but at the same time he hasn't done anything really great in a long time. Like, you can't throw a Tom Cruise in there because, uh, like, it, it, he just doesn't fit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, a, there's very few actors I know, that right? are well-respected. And Bruce Willis was a great pick. He literally is in the same pocket that I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, it's really hard to figure this out. Like, I'm trying to think – So. I, you broaden the aspect with the uh, or the pocket with um, Bruce Willis, and then you start thinking all these straight to DVD people, right? Yeah. And you come up with like Steven Seagal, and it doesn't. It, it could work, but didn't he do this? Didn't he have a show where he played himself? Oh, oh no, no that's Jean Claude. It was Jean Claude right? Van Damme. Yeah, he was the next name I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> so you have those two, which I don't find even close to as interesting as a Nicolas Cage. Um, and then I don't know. Like, I'm wondering I don't, I don't... if like the memes and the gifts, right? Because there's all fucking Nick Cage memes and gifts that become so that have become so popular. Absolutely. And I'm wondering if that that has a lot to do with the choice of of being Nick Cage, or you know, there's a popularity of Nick Cage. Probably a younger generation that has never even seen his films, but seen the memes and shit. I absolutely think that it has kept him more relevant than say in uh Steven Seagal or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, man. They fucking got the golden goose, I think, for this type of movie. They like got the perfect one. I but but just think about like I I a fucking sixteen to eighteen year old or whatever no, I don't know. Sixteen to twenty year old discovering raising Arizona right now. It's a fucking amazing movie, right? Like, I feel like that affects those people. Yeah. I, f- I feel like he's got the history there that makes him iconic. And yet, nothing's, I don't know. It, like, nothing really great lately, but you're still pulling from. That's why he's he's the, like, the perfect fucking candidate for this movie. It was just, it was, the timing is impeccable here. Yeah, I don't think there's any negative negative press about him except for like all the money he spent and shit like that. So I think he's well liked in the industry still, as far as just being a good person. So there's that. Oh, hold on, I right? just came up. With, I just came up with something that you would watch. Harrison Ford. I was gonna fucking bring him up. That I, is. I was gonna say him is... or Hamill too. I was gonna bring up Hamill. I think Harrison Ford even more. He's Han Solo and Indiana Jones. Yeah. And Fred Decker. And, like, he has had 
way too many iconic roles for one person. Yeah, yeah. But, he is, but he's just relied on that for the rest of his life, basically. That's a good one, though. That's a good that one. is a good one. That That's is a, a really great good one. one. You can't say it's a good one of your pick. This is a great one. Fuck. <laughs> 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 uh, I thought of a couple, a uh, couple other. Uh, Scenes that I liked. I won't. I won't go too too long in it. Okay. I'd love when Pedro's like, "Oh, you got to do this for me. You got to run over there." And Nick is like, "I can't run that fast." And Pedro's like, "I saw the behind the scenes of National Treasure. You did your own oh, yeah, yeah. oh like shit like that. I fucking loved." And Nick he's like, "Ah, goddamn it." <laughs> he's like, he's like, I can't run over there. He's like, "You're faster than me." I signed the behind the scenes. It's yeah. fucking incredible, man. Oh, I saw he's like. He's like, he's like, I saw National Treasure. He's like, oh, that's all stuff, man. He's like, not according to the behind the scenes feature. Yeah. <laughs> 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 ah, fantastic. That, that is was fantastic. fucking yeah. great, man. <laughs> I think he does that one more time. He brings something up. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong, but oh, oh, so fucking fun. Oh, no, the uh, the driving scene. And got, yeah, I heard you did your own driving. Oh, yeah, God. God 60, 60 seconds. seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking great shit. Oh, my God. Pascal is fucking phenomenal in this movie. He is so yeah, fucking great. Yeah, I love this movie. I'm, this is an easy eight on ten. Yeah, it's an eight for me, too, man. This is so fucking great. Um, right now, top ten of the year, like, by far. I, I don't know what's, uh, what else is coming A- up. but Abercrombie and Fitch, white hot, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Uh, all right. Oh, what a fucking amazing night. And we're not done. Ladies and gentlemen, we got the full binge coming up with an amazing round of who said it. Pete, you set this up. Is it going to be fucking uh is it going to be incredible? I think it's going to be pretty great. Um I think I already know who can win the the game. I already have I put money down. I put a lot of money down. <laughs> Don't is it's on me, right? Because yeah. I'm amazing at these games. I beat you in this game. I you, beat you in this you game. You did beat me, so um, that's totally know, on me. I put People some bet on me. <laughs> bet on law. That's my yeah. fucking. Listen to it if you don't have Patreon. Five bucks a month. Go check out yeah. the Who Said a Game and plenty, plenty of other games and tournaments coming down the pike. Might be some tricky questions coming up too. The fucking <sighs> cocksuckers. That's it, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for calling in. Thanks for listening. Um, fuck. We're going uh, – I'm going to be off for a couple of weeks. We're going to be in Disney. Jesus, uh, it's going to be fucking crazy. I don't know what's going on Yeah, I don't know week. who's doing binge cast next week, but we'll do a full binge though. That is definitely going to happen. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right, thanks All right. for listening. Pete, thanks for having me. Let's get out of here. All right, bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the BingeCast on BingeMedia.net. To listen to the full binge, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash bingemedia. BingeMedia patrons will get access to the full binge. The binge casts four-hour show on a private RSS feed, and they'll get it a full 24 hours before it hits the public RSS feed. Binge Media patrons also get other perks, so check us out at patreon.com slash bingemedia. Subscribe to the Binge Media Podcast Network at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, the full binge.